1: Holmberg's morning
2: sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil! He's
0: sitting right here.
3: Come on. No, I mean, no, he's not he's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98-U-P-T.
0: Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Vessene. There's Big Dick Toledo. We are off and ready to go. This is the morning sickness, and uh, yeah, you right enough already. The
4: sky's falling. We
0: said it was 2-0. We knew it was going to be 2-0. Uh, the Suns are down 2-0. And it is a, uh, it's tight. It's tight. <laughs> I said it yesterday just to kind of appease everybody. The feelings that they're going to come down 2-0 was exactly right. And to all the the Suns fans who have decided to chime in, And be part of the season suddenly, whereas probably watch twelve to fifteen minutes of an entire game this year. Welcome aboard, first of all, and second, keep your mouth shut. That's uh, you don't know anything about what's going. Who's that guy? Got the ball for? How come it? You're right, but also shut up. Uh, You can't win a game when you score fourteen points in the fourth quarter. You just can't. And you had open shots and everything. The most frustrating thing about last night's game was uh, Denver was bent over. Both hands on their cheeks, just like, let's go, put it in. And we just refused to do it. I mean, they were begging for it. It was prom night. It was prom night, and the the queen was bombed, and we just refused to jam her. Like, well, I don't know if it's the right time. And there was so many opportunities to beat them. Kevin Durant shooting one for 11 from three-point range. The rest of the team missing every deep shot. Uh, Campaign couldn't hit a shot. The bench scored four points. Uh, i I you know if you're asking a guy who's watched every uh every dribble of the ball this year what the hell went wrong, I am becoming uh one of those people a local media sort that is I, I'm gonna be the first one that says this this entire playoff thing clippers and this have has been on Monty Williams Last night's game firmly fell on the shoulders of Monty Williams to me you cannot keep just reaching onto your bench going you go. Everybody needs to have a defined role. It's like your job. If you don't know what you're doing, you can't have your boss go in and go, you, go do the thing. Like, what do I do? Like, you don't, you have to have a rhythm, a defined role. Uh, clearly the Nuggets have a rotation, a defined role of what to do when you're in. You are spelling, uh, Joker. Your job is to go get rebounds. You are spelling Porter. Your job is to take a couple shots, play defense. The Suns have, Hey, Damian Lee, are you doing anything right now? Get out there. Uh, I, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's this, and every guy sits on the edge of the bench. It starts to become like little league, where you're like, I can't make a mistake or I'll never play again. Uh, so I better, do I you, better, I think? better just not shoot. It's it, remember, I was a good baseball player, but there were times when it felt like the whole team was kind of tight, and you just begged yourself before the pitch was thrown, don't hit it to me. And I, I loved defense. I loved playing the game, but there, and I know that's a kid's mentality. But there's a certain point when you're nervous. And the team's tight that you start saying to yourself out loud, I don't want to be the one that makes the mistake. You don't think I'm going to save the day. And he's asking all these guys to be heroes. Monty's rotation is horrible. And it's proof because there were several open shots. Josh Akogi, uh Damian Lee passed up that during the season they would have shot. There's a few little bunnies. Josh Akogi just looked back and went, I got to get rid of this. And who did he pass to? Kevin Durant. Which tells me in their minds, like, let him be the hero. I, I, if I screw this up, people will kill me. I'm not the star. He's the, Give it to him. And that's coaching. To me, that's coaching. They're not comfortable. They're not relaxed. And they're missing a ton of shots. So you scored 14 points in a fourth quarter. You expect to lose that game on the you road. You should. You absolutely should. You were up 10 at one point, and And every home team makes a run. But the bottom line is, if you're if you're passing up shots you normally take, and you're giving up to book and Durant, going, we're afraid th- that team looked like a bunch of guys who just didn't know what to do. That's coaching, which puts a lot of weight on
4: their shoulders. I, yes. I think there's, you know, Monty may be throwing the people out there to see because you, you know you're a pro, and is there one of these guys that all of a sudden just starts going off? Because it does seem like but that's hope. But there, uh, it that's seems like there's it. always a. A player, a sixth man, but that's
0: what you that develop. goes off in
4: the playoffs. Yes, you want that to happen.
0: The key is you need a sixth man. The key to having a sixth man is he's your sixth man. It's not guy who's 8th off the bench, 10th off the bench, and you're like, I hope so he's what our six man. We really
4: don't have a, a yes, sixth man. Yes, we do. Mag- we
0: absolutely do. Through he, the whole who season, it was Campaign. Then it went to Bismarck, Biombo. Uh, unfortunately, Landry Shamit got in that mix, and Damian Lee. And none of those guys mm-hmm. are stepping up. It doesn't matter. They don't know when they're going in. Campaign went in first yesterday. Damian Lee played about 18 minutes. He hasn't played 10 the whole yeah. playoffs. And so that's Monty. Monty doesn't. Nobody's in a rhythm, and no sport needs a rhythm more than basketball. No sport needs that. You know what, okay, you're going in. He gets
4: his two minutes to see if he can start something, yeah.
0: and then you're out. When you're on the bench in basketball, you're like, my time is six minutes of the first quarter, then I go in and spell Chris Paul, then I go in and spell Aiton. You know your role. When you're sitting at the end of the bench, and you have to be ready the whole time, and you get called on at a weird time to go like, oh, oh, oh okay, I'm out there with KD. Like, normally I'd replace him, but now I'm playing with him. They don't. They don't have anything. Yeah, and it's proof that the guys can't hit shots. They don't know where they're at. Now you should still hit shots, like you said. They're pros. Yeah, you should still hit open shots. But when you're gripping, everything's different. And everyone shot. Yeah. Nobody shot. Booker was Superman. KD had a good game, not a great game. Could have been better. All I'm saying is they could have been up 25 points in the second quarter because Denver was bent over, lubed up, ready for action, and the Suns just didn't take advantage. And then they got in foul trouble late in the third. In the fourth quarter, you're playing even tighter. It was inevitable. Once you had four guys with four, four fouls, at least, two with five, that you're like, all right, they're going to play tight. They're not going to, you know, Kevin Durant had foul trouble. Uh, Aiton had foul trouble. You started getting like, that campaign, had foul trouble. Chris Paul's groin. That was the big thing, too. Chris Paul pulling his groin. When he started to do patented Chris Paul's little elbow shots, he was getting there. He was getting to his little 12, 15-footers, those mid-range jumpers. He doesn't miss, and he wasn't missing. He missed his shot. Uh, once, I think, in that little clutch time when they were running, and then pulled his the screw in, and you're like, this is not good. But four points from the bench, and Bismarck Biombo had two of them in the first quarter. You're not winning that game. So they're down 2-0. And I remind you, the Suns wandered into Dallas last year up 2-0 feeling real good about themselves. They wandered into Dallas going, we can split, we can do whatever we need to do here. This team's under our thumb. We've got this team's number. Basketball swings on home floors. You're going to see a different team here Friday. Now, whether or not Chris Paul's injured and he sticks around is is beyond the point. You're going to see some home cooking. You're going to see some some guys on that bench that are comfortable shooting the ball. They, and I think altitude played a part. In the fourth quarter, everything was short. That, you know, the 14 points had a lot to do with the fact they looked beat. So, what, were
5: the, what was their percentage
0: from from oh, three points? I mean, it was, was good. It was, nobody was hitting. It was terrible. They couldn't hit shots. And, you know, you boil it down to brass tacks. You don't hit shots. You score 14 points in the fourth. You have foul trouble and you're just not getting it done. You're going to lose the game. They lost. <laughs> Denver can't walk out of that thing feeling great. They didn't play a very good game at all. So what you saw yesterday was a very beatable Denver team. Unfortunately, Suns didn't take advantage of it. It was tough to watch. It was, not a, it was a very sloppy, oddly officiated, strange game to watch. And I'm not blaming the refs for anything. It was oddly officiated on both sides. They let him play, you know, uh, wrestle ball for a quarter and a half, and not a whistle was blown either way. And so they're like, "All right, we've established this is a physical game." And then the next thing you know, somebody ticky-tacks a wrist, and the whistles blow, and you're like, "Wait a second, what? What are we doing? Are yeah. you allowing this or not?" We'll allow the uh, hard
4: fouls; those are good. can yeah. we'll call them on that ticky-tack? <laughs> will call. <laughs>
0: As the listener told to shut up because I don't care about, and I didn't tell listeners who don't care about basketball to shut up. The ones that suddenly are chiming in. Says so there's listener who uh, was told to shut up because I don't care about basketball to watch more than 15 minutes of the last decade. I wish you'd shut up about basketball. Isn't there a dedicated sports channel to this? Yes, there's a dedicated sports channel to this. It's called KUPD. Sorry, I don't like it. Move on. Don't broadcast your radio show onto me. If you want to do a show, do one. I have interests. Some of my interests are going to be uh, explored here on the show, Rob. And if you don't like them, tickety tacky, got 48 choices in the city. Bye. 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 Oh, and, oh, and uh, by the way, f- yourself on the way out the door. You're not my program director. I want a program station, what I want to listen to. Okay. Well, you've got a car radio and a phone. You do it. I don't like this topic. Next. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember you getting coronated. <laughs> Everybody likes this topic. The city's a buzz with a. Uh, here's how radio works, uh, douche f- face ass nut. Uh, it is uh, you take advantage of the local talk. You find things that are engaging to the majority. Yes, you're going to have some snatches out there that call in and say this isn't a topic. I appreciate. That's why you have buttons on your radio. Ugh, I hate the the car seat program director. <laughs> You know, I'm one, I'm not interested in this, so therefore the entire set. I speak the entire set. You know what you are, Rob? You're the guy, you're a transgender. You're a transgender. You hear wow. something you don't like, and you fire off that the whole world's on your side, and you're just wrong. <laughs> well, I don't like it, so the whole world has to shut down for me. Sorry, Rob. Transgender Rob. No. <laughs> Sometimes people say things we don't want to hear. Transgender Rob. And we have to suck that up like you do most things on a Friday night. <laughs> Thank you. I digress. I did hear something. Back to basketball. Yeah, no, oh. no. Back to transgender Rob and his goddamn, I don't like this, so nobody should talk about it needs. King Rob in his dress running around going, now hold on a second. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who Did you print that? You did that just to fire me up. Yep. Nice job, Bert. <laughs> I did hear something hilarious, though. Uh, and there is a moment where you have to, and transgender Rob, you might like this. There is a moment where you have to realize, as a woman, you, 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 a lot of times, probably 80% or more, you don't know what the f- you're talking about. And sometimes you get a microphone to talk and you shouldn't. There's a local news lady who assessed the basketball game. And I'm like, and, and, and the guys in the room were like, it. it, it it was Vince Murata did something that was akin to the uh, pipe down, sweetheart. The men are talking. It was basically he said it this way. Uh, the lady that works with him said,
3: I didn't watch the game because I go to bed so early, but I watched Saturday. And it seemed to me they were just throwing the ball at the basket instead of aiming.
0: <sighs> the whole room just deflated. Uh, we can't say shut up because it's a girl. So he goes. I guarantee you, they were trying to make their shots, which is pipe down, sweetheart. (laughs) The men are talking here. Look here, sugar. (laughs) Quiet down. The men are having a conversation about something you don't know anything about. Yes, that's right. They went out there and just threw it as hard as they could at the area the the rim lives. There's no rhyme or that's that was their game plan.
3: Felt like they were just throwing at it, aiming at the basket.
0: Yes, it's a yes, yes. It's a peach basket still. Shut up. That's why guys are cooler than chicks. When chicks are talking about all-girl stuff, you never hear a dude just interject. We're not interested. We're like, ugh, talking girl stuff, let them have it. They, they always want to be involved. Like They recognize our stuff's cool and fun to talk about, but they don't involve or invest any time. They just want to be involved in the conversation. I always go back to the master's golf course screaming, we're equal, we're equal, we can do anything a man can do, we can do anything a man can do. All right, well, you're not allowed on this golf course. Well, we want to be. Well, then build your own. You've been screaming and yelling, you built a replica of this and go play on, and make it for all women, and I guarantee you no man would stand outside trying to play on it.
3: We want to be on the one you guys have.
0: Oh, your viruses, you're trying to infect our spot. I see what's happening.
3: I want to talk about basketball.
0: Remember that girl Beth that used to run around in here and talk football with us? and. <laughs> in depth oh, oh. <laughs> in depth <Yes. laughs> good god only in depth in the ways that it bored through your head like a drill bit anywho so basketball is what people are talking about transgender rob and i apologize that it, it affected your fragile and delicate senses i understand a lot of transgenders are very fragile people they got a lot on their minds not being interested in basketball and screaming that this topic doesn't interest you, so ever the world must move on is understood. You're you're same as the LGBTQ plus Rob. That's what I call it now, the LGBTQ plus Rob. It's Rob's out there. It's very grumpy about that. It's a silly thing. Uh, the suns come back here Friday night, and don't worry about it. There's a very good chance that this entire situation swings in one win. You'll be fine. Brit Batty. Perfect analysis. It's why I have nine presets on my shop's radio. You just never know. Somebody might be doing something you're not interested. Yes. <laughs> this guy said, I hated yesterday when you reminded me how my Bruins suck. I hated crying in my work truck, but I didn't complain to you. That's exactly right. The Bruins don't suck. It just got bounced in the first round by a in Florida. Same way the Suns don't suck, but are staring at the being bounced. But you got to blame Monty. Yeah, there's a sports station in town. It's not going to be as good as this. You're not going to get attacked like that.
1: They're not <laughs> going attack.
0: to tell you to go away. They got to have all the listeners they get. We got plenty. We're fine. Go ahead. <laughs> Where are you going to go? Chat GPT? Izzy? <laughs> we'll see you in a couple minutes, Rob. <laughs> That's the fun of it.
4: I'm coming back.
0: But there is that moment. Yeah. Oh, no. He's coming back because he's got a new gown on. He needs to twirl for everybody. Look at what I'm wearing. I'm Rob. Ugh. Yeah, we're in a world where Twitter makes us all think. I know. I'm sorry. Brett Brett almost threw up thinking of Rob twirling. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take sips during my Rob Rob rants because you're (laughs) going to get very upset by that. Doug Hopkins texted me and said he thinks Chris Paul has played his last game as a Phoenix Sun. Very oh. possible. Very possible. And he Could is... Be. Man, you talk about a history of injuries in the playoffs. That guy gets hurt in the playoffs every year. It's so... It's frustrating so when his
4: pinky was hurt the one year oh, guy. Oh, I, I finger, feel bad for him. Finger injury?
0: He's had hamstrings. Brutal. He's had backs. He's had arms. Like, every year in the playoffs, it seems like, what? Oh, he's out? And this poor guy's been playing for 17, 18 years and never once had a championship. Sniffed it once and... He gets dinged up every year in the playoffs, and it's just, I don't understand it. But there he goes again. We'll see. Another thing, Rob, this move is a radio on, station tied. On. It's a, a radio station whose demographic is, Good is job. technically Brett. 18 to 55-year-old <laughs> men. We, we like sports, unless we're twirling around in our new Lane Bryant gown with our fake vagina strapped to our, where our penis that we hate goes. I'm trans, and you're talking about something I don't like, so you need to stop it.
4: No. Well, last night if they just were, they weren't throwing the ball at the hoop, right? We could we had a chance
0: to win.
3: Maybe they should try aiming.
0: All right, sweet. Show me what you're good for, and if I want to hear anything coming out of your mouth, it's. <laughs> at least was she a smoke show? Is she? No. Oh,
2: all right. Then that's
0: no. Fine. All right. Not at all. Yeah. This guy says, first off, John, I got to say, whoever doesn't like KUPD can kick rocks. I want to personally say thank you for putting the best damn radio show on the air. I listen every day. I live in Las Vegas. I'm on the app. Thanks for the laughs. You make my uh, day great every day. That's Taylor, non-trends Taylor. (laughs) Straight up man. Can handle a conversation or two he doesn't understand. Bud Light
1: to that guy. That's right. One Bud <laughs> Light
0: for that guy. A whole case of it, in fact. Send it up to Vegas for that non-trans Taylor. Blah blah blah. Speaking of trans, they are going after Paul Stanley. Oh yeah. Uh, I saw like seven stories yesterday where they're going. Paul Stanley. All Paul. All Paul Stanley said was, "I don't think you should let your kids do it. I think it's I think it's bad that your kids even know about it." I think they should they should learn as Let an older. breathe. Take yeah, a couple of essentially
4: steps during this phase of uh, right. To put
0: clothes on. They're that young, confused. You're, you're young, and Paul Stanley's like, I just don't think it's a great idea to uh, to empower a child to want to change gender. Let him live with that for a few years. You know, uh, a guy said you have to be a great. Email yesterday said, you mean to tell me I had to wait till I was eighteen to get LASIK surgery. Because it's a, it's a too big a decision. You can't just go in at 15 and get LASIK surgery. You got eh, 18. We're gonna, but you can, but start, cutting your junk you can start thinking about cutting your wang off and changing hormones at 11 or 12. <laughs> it's, yeah. So Paul Stanley said that yesterday. like, I just don't, I, I, you know, his opinion was, I don't think. And I thought, well, you know, backlash is cut. But boy, they just jumped him yesterday on the news. And then the story of this trans TikTok star that just fired off, it's on TMZ, fired off the phrase, you know, we don't just switch for fun. I don't remember him saying that. I think Kiss switches genders for fun. I think they're the ones who have fun gender bending. But, yeah, he's in trouble. But, again, he don't care. No, that's my new goal. What I'm watching Paul Stanley do is kind of awesome. Is the I'm almost 75 or whatever he is, and he's like, I've got all the money I'll ever need from being a really average rock star. Uh, I'm going out with a bang. I'm shoving it up the ass of society. I'm going to say something really stupid. I'm going to go out like that and be memorable. They just,
4: uh, his statement yesterday just bought them uh, another two or three farewell tours without the the makeup. That could be. Because I have to take the makeup off. The trans
0: and the high heels have to go. My favorite cancel person of the last seven or eight years is Garrison (laughs) Keeler. He's my favorite one. They tried to – remember, it was during the Me Too movement where everybody who'd ever been looked at sideways or been told they're pretty or uh, had some boss or, or authority figure look at him and go, you look beautiful in yellow, which was some guy got fired from some computer chip company because he would notice a woman's hair and say, oh, my God, you look gorgeous in yellow. I'm uncomfortable, which tells me the dude is just ugly and creepy, and you're not allowed to do that when you're ugly. If you're good looking, you're totally allowed but Garrison Keeler, who was the Lake Will Be Gone Sunday night radio show, and then it was on PBS, the Tales Saturday of... Saturday
4: afternoon, he'd read. Was, yeah.
0: Down Home Tales from some lake in Minnesota. Prairie. Prairie, Prairie Companion. Yeah, hour, that's yeah. It it The weirdest show ever that I don't know who liked ever, but the dude made a killing on it. But my, he's my favorite example of how to handle... The, the entire cancel thing the me too movement's going on everybody's complaining that once in an elevator this guy bumped up against me and his hand touched my butt and i knew it he liked it he smiled and said sorry about that and so he's got to be fired and everybody's getting fired garrison keeler evidently was grabbing ass and telling women he wanted to see their and, and all that stuff and uh and they're like you did this and he's like Yeah, well, probably i quit and he just disappeared. Like he left forever. <laughs> he said, "I he probably said, did that." Okay, yeah, m- more than likely. I am will be gone. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> we'll be gone. Audi too. Bye. <laughs> yeah, he was. It was the greatest exit of all time. Did he fight back? Nah. Did he? You know, tell his accusers he's sorry? Nah. In
3: 1988, Garrison Keillor grabbed my tushy.
0: Did you do that, Garrison? More than likely, I don't remember. Probably yes. <laughs> I, I, I quit. We need an apology. Yeah. Uh, you know what? F- I'll just leave. Nah, I'll just quit. How about this? Uh, everybody, f- oh. off. Bye. The whole show's canceled. 90 people are out of work now. Goodbye. What about Lake Wobegon? That's drained, bitch. See ya. <laughs> and none of you are worth it. And did Keeler probably grab ass in the 80s? Yeah. He owned it. He's running around Wobegon, king of Wobegon, on this little prairie home companion with those folk crooners coming in and out with their tight little jeans and their hippie hair. and Trivia their- games. I never, I never once listened to it till he got canceled, and then I went back and I don't know what the hell. We were around like, "Oh my God, did this happen?" <laughs> like, what is happening? This is a what the uh, that was Ted's day in the barrel. <laughs> this is from Cody Wolschläger, a non-trans. Hey, Rob, go f- yourself, you lib cuck. Yeah, Rob. Tranny. <laughs> um, this guy says, well, that's tranny bitch will see you soon. You better get your security ready to protect your pussy ass. Direct threat going to jail. <laughs> Drop the trannies going to jail. Richard! <laughs> Richard! <laughs> Richard! Direct threat. Hi, Richard. Also, um, also, I'm a celebrity. Can't do that to local celebrities.
3: It's even worse. Your penalty's even worse. Direct threat. <laughs> I'm a public figure. He's an important man. Richard. Oh, here he comes. Yes. Richard, I need you to decipher. Uh, call the place. Hi,
0: Richard. Give this to the police. Rob's made a direct threat. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Rob made a direct threat in his dress. <laughs> <Better>
2: get <laughs> better get, better
1: get direct, uh.
0: All right, don't trip over your gown. <laughs> what, where are we going to see each other? The Home and Garden show this weekend? Hmm? <laughs> Hope so. Rob. You're the one who started it. Don't get mad at me that I got mad back. Well, I'm allowed to be mad. I'm a trans. (laughs) I'm assuming that. (laughs) Direct threat against a public figure. Oh, it adds years. It adds years. It's such a great, it's the greatest part of my job. It's direct threats against me. Add years. Ah, it's the only time I take advantage of this type of position. It's fantastic. Direct threat, Rob. <laughs> Calling the police now. This is rant, Richard. <laughs> That's exactly right. Sits and rats. You go in jail, tranny. <laughs> That's right. I'm not kidding. Uh, call the police. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. If he doesn't, I will. Once this break is over. Direct threat. Now I'm scared for my life. You guys see it. I'm scared for my life. <sighs> so this direct threat could go for, mm, you're going to be a felon. You're not going to be able to vote or own a gun. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I would never threaten you. I'm just saying I assumed you were a trans from the way you write things. That's all. <laughs> and here's the other thing. I could be wrong about that. That's, that's going to hold up in court, Rob, when they're putting you in jail. For that. You remember that direct threat that Rob had just? Sure said, did. Yeah, it was horrifying. <laughs> you should feel a little worried too, Brady, because we're close together a lot of the times, so and Rob might be a bad shot.
4: Direct threat. Yeah, like that kid in the it was North Texas baseball game, hit by a stray bullet. Oh, yeah. They were just
0: playing ball, and a bullet flew through.
4: Hit him in the chest. Gunfight 400 yards away. Yeah. Jesus.
0: Well, that happens couple football Tex fields <laughs> a couple football well, fields, use your fields high away point. some yeah <laughs> that thing tumbling around like a rock <laughs> in the air anyway direct threat rob yeah yeah this guy says uh guillermo says tell that chick with the dick to go listen to the other chick with the dick <laughs> on 99.9 that's right rob your station is called the best show <laughs> Devin. You tell that tranny probably thinks basketball is used to stick up his butthole. I don't know if that's a thing. Well, okay, hey. thanks, Devin. You're right. I bet you Rob would try. Allegedly. Holds up the court, Rob. Allegedly. There's
4: 10,000 Robs out there. Is he talking about me? That's
0: right. No, he knows who he is. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't email in, I'm not talking about you. You know who I am. I know who you are. Better get your security ready, you
2: pussy. <laughs> well,
0: direct threat. I mean, email took time to do it. Whew. The direct threat. He's ready. Huh? Again? He's listening. You're, you're not, hey, by the way, congratulations. You're our number one listener this morning. <laughs> Most hours spent listening this morning, Rob. Last one. Okay. Till the cops in, your boss will meet him at 10 a.m. at your office. Huh? More of a direct threat. Now there's a timeline. <laughs> oh, <God>. Direct threat. <laughs> more, More evidence to the direct threat from this Rob guy. You're going to beat up my boss, too? Okay, now there's multiple people involved. This guy's a loose in this day and age with these active shooters. You can't take these things lightly. See something, say something. Rob, Rob's an insane person. And I called the police and said, we're going to get some transsexual in the dress standing in our parking lot. I, he's, his name is Rob. He's insane. <laughs> Doesn't like basketball. He's the one who hates basketball so much, he's willing to kill an entire radio station <laughs> through direct threats. Rob, if you do come by
4: at 10 a.m., can you at least fix the uh, windshield wipers? Yeah. Jeep.
0: No, they're they're fine. But oh, they're, I, yeah, I got another crack in my windshield though. And New Vision's been out so many times that I don't even know what to do at this point. I'm starting to feel bad calling and paying. us. like, "Geez, could you guys come out again? I got another bashed up windshield. Square car. They eat rocks. Jeeps just eat rocks. What are you gonna do? In a Mine, on that. M-
4: mine's bacon with uh, five five cracks right now. You got now. five
0: going. Yeah, you yeah. got those fixed. And it's easy to get them fixed. And New Vision will. Well, they'll you- be here. Yeah, you might as well, so out, yeah, yeah, you can get $250 back and dinner at Rodizio Grill. It's a really good deal. i to do that. Uh, yeah, so go to the new vision, uh, autoglass.com and see how much you qualify for today, Brady. And you'll find out. I've made over $10 Done. million dollars this year on just a, the... It, I'm no longer qualified for the cash back thing because I've used like 16 windshields. <laughs> it's maxed out. My windshields just keep getting shattered. Because it's somebody's bright idea to throw desert rocks all over our freeway. I'm going
4: to catch those people. It's not cars. There's... People hiding, throwing rocks Yeah, at I them.
1: think so,
0: too. I think it's fate that they're like, there he That's is. out of the You board. know what it is? There's no cars on the road. I'd say it's Rob, but he throws like a chick. The rock wouldn't break my
1: windshield.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm all tangled up in my gown now. I can barely put my makeup on this morning. I'm so mad.
0: So now he's directly threatened the police as well. Have the police there. Tell the cops and your boss I'll meet them at 10 at your office. Oof. Yikes. We better sign off at 9. He wants to have a you meeting before
1: he
4: beats us
0: up? I don't know what's going on.
4: He's coming in extra sassy this yes, morning because he, he had a, you know right. his phone-in sick day yesterday.
0: Oh, that's right. So now he's got to go back in. It's shortened this week. <laughs> that's rough. Maybe the guy he lives with didn't uh, properly Metamucil last night, and he pulled a bunch of out, and he smells, and he ran out of loom to cover the scent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway... I'm a public figure directly threatened, and I feel very scared, so you're going to jail now. This is the power I wield. In fact, if uh, a couple of my cop buddies are here, I'd like to file a complaint, if you don't mind making it easy on me and just popping in so I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, Ben, where are you? Yeah, I'm afraid down. to leave the building, to be honest with so. I have to have to. Have More a basketball talk if, coming if, up. If the police could come to me, we'll have Kevin Ray on for another that hour, and that would be
1: great.
0: <laughs> if you could come down, help out. Ryan says, call the police, just call the ghouls. We'll find him. No, 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 I don't I don't make threats. I'm not like Rob the Tranny. I don't make those threats. Still <laughs> Rob is a non-trans chick. I'll kick his candy ass. <laughs> now, women, Now, that's up to you. I don't make direct threats. Unlike Rob the Tranny. Man, does he hate basketball. Hey, what are you going to do?
3: <laughs> Maybe if they just aim to the ball.
0: I can assure you they were trying to make their shots. Turn her mic off. (laughs) Aimed the ball. Maybe Maybe that's who
4: requested Culture Club this morning for the wake-up song. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: you're going to be tumbling all the laundry in the prison. It's going to be great.
2: I tumble for you.
0: More whites, please. (laughs) What'd you say? Uh Uh-oh, you're in trouble, Rob. See you in jail. Uh, Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. We'll fire it off this morning. 585-9800. That's the number. You tell us what you want to hear next. It's 98KUPD.
1: Wake up!
0: It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership
2: fee. I've heard enough of this. KUPD. Homberg's
1: morning sickness.
2: You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself?
1: He's evil!
0: Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98KUPD. Thank you, Lions. Thank you very much, Alliance. Rob, the uh, tranny listener this morning, screaming and yelling and he didn't get his way. So, I, I beg you, I beg you to find me another radio station that's tried to throw a listener in jail before 6.30 in the morning. It's the only interesting show on the radio. And sometimes it's not even us. Like, Rob's right. He's the best thing that's happened to us in a while. And we want to thank Rob, the tranny, for listening for almost an hour now. The only thing you got that's interesting on this show. Well, thank you. Uh, One joke, though, that is true is Rob was, I didn't even think of it as kindness or consideration when he said he was going to come down here and I believe the exact phrasing was, I'm going to kill you and the bosses and everyone you care about. At 10 a.m., Nicholas points out, ha, joke's on you, Roberta. This show never ends on time at 10. (laughs) You'll be waiting a while. (laughs) Signed, time, yelled by Toledo. That's right, Nicholas. You're 100% right. Uh, John says that's very funny. He waits until the end of the show because you know he's got to listen to every word first. It's very considerate of him or her, whatever he chooses to be called. That's right. It is considerate for us to get our job out of the way before you come down here and try to kill us. That's a murderer with a heart of gold. Police are on this, by the way. I'm not kidding around. Don't you directly threaten me because I disagreed with you, and we can. You can disagree. You got. You've got. I can't turn you. You can turn me. <laughs> You have the buttons. I have to oh, be here. Yeah. Turn the channel. Oh, no, oh no, there's no, 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 There's. He was born that way. I can't <laughs> change that. That's. I respect his views. I, I can't. Gotcha. He was born the way he is. You know, wanting to cut his dick off and wear dresses and stuff. That's his thing. I can't change that. Yeah, that's. Not, it's, uh, something that I would never try to do. Then this guy yesterday, Billy, uh, talking about how I had to meet with my uh, Christmas light hangers yesterday. Like, guys from. Scott is a great guy, and he comes by, and he's he's doing some other, like, cafe lights. He does all outdoor lighting speakers, all sorts of stuff. But it's mainly, you know, the Christmas lights is how I know him. He does my—and goes, John is such a douche. Soy boy hires people to put up his Christmas lights. You're goddamn right. And then it says Cha-ching Chavez. So I know he gets it, but man, (laughs) oh, man. If you get to a level—like, right about now, I'd start saving up to have somebody hang your Christmas lights. Not only do they hang your Christmas lights. That early bird discount. Uh, look, you I, I, hang them now if you if you're looking for me. I bet you'd do it for a hundred bucks right now. Because like really, may it, fine. You look like the knob that does it, but trust me, they store them, they keep them somewhere else. I've, I haven't dealt with a wad of cruddy Home Depot, cruddy, and I put them away nice. I don't have to get on a ladder to find out that there's a few out. I don't have to replace
5: anything. Do it all worst part is always going up in the attic, and you oh. you put it away nice, you pull it down, and they're all just, like, tied it, it, in knots and it's stuff. A it's a rat like, king. Yeah. It, like, some
0: fairy goes up there in the uh. middle of, the, right before Christmas, and, to like, ties it all up. So, yeah, I haven't dealt with Christmas. I am a, uh, look, call me bougie, whatever else. I do not, I do not suffer Christmas lights easily. I, like, that is the most angry, it ruins the Christmas spirit for me. I've put them all up before. It never looks as good. I mean, these guys pop them up there. It looks amazing. They wrap the trees. I've seen, I've seen how you people wrap trees. It doesn't look right. It looks, it looks autistic. Let's be honest. <laughs> you get some professionals out there. To that. So, yes, that is, a, uh, that is one of the bougiest things I do, and I will never stop doing it. Once I discovered it, it's like this is the way to go. And then they drive by every couple of days to make sure all your lights are on. They got any bulbs out. They replace them. You don't even know. Glorious, glorious! Can't tell you how much I love that. I'll be promoting Scott as the year goes on because he's coming out and changing my cafe lights. Those are those are just getting dingy over ten you know, or five years. I haven't replaced them yet. Uh, it is uh, uh, six forty three here in the morning. sickness on U Fest week, and we're catching a hell of a break. It's gonna be like eighty five degrees Saturday. That's it's all right. just Ridiculous! Can't believe it. I know. And uh, they're talking about the heat how it was 100 degrees on Sunday, and just to let everybody know how, uh, you know, everybody screams out what they saw on the news, and the news is this, and I heard on the news, blah, blah. It's all manipulated to their story. For instance, this one. Now, I like to ride my bike in the heat. Brett knows. I almost killed him. Yeah, I'm one of those weirdos that likes this once it's over 100, 105. I'm one of those nutbags that enjoys being in it. I grew up here. We didn't have an option. We would play baseball or basketball or whatever in the middle of the day. It was hot. We had water. Uh, We just, I I just, I acclimated to this. It's this that I love. So the summertime around here is my time to shine. Plus it's, as an introvert, it's the best time to do stuff. Nobody's out there. It's quiet. Golf? Yeah. There's no better time to golf than summer in Arizona. It's like a dollar on the nicest courses ever, and nobody's there. You put a cool on and now once it gets to like 110, you're starting to play with like, ugh. But, you know, 100, 105, 108, nobody's out. It's just glorious. Just the other day we were golfing. It was like 90, and the place was empty. The place, everybody's scared to death of the temperature. The news pointed out that we had our first heat related death of 2023, whatever right. year this is, already, uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, and it also coincides with. May 1st being the start of Heat Awareness Week in Arizona. So it's a narrative. They wanted to push, like, what we need a dead guy to help us sell our, our product here. Heat Awareness Week. Like, you know it's hot, right? And some people are stupid, and they go out and they hurt themselves. They bring a bottle of water and go, you know, 20-mile hike. Um, so then they're like, all right, we had our first heat-related death of the year. Now, I'm not here to make fun of this guy dying, but it says 83-year-old Bruce Rubin died hiking. Okay. Not heat-related. 83-year-olds hiking, that's a risk they strike take one, every time. Strike two. Right. Every time an 83-year-old hikes, good chance he's not coming back. That's why he's hiking. But, of course, it makes it so they can say, see, heat, kills." so they can tell their story. They don't care about poor uh, Bruce Rubin's passing. They're using him as a pawn to get their message across. Oh, good, we got a dead guy. He was also hiking in the Tonto National Forest. The last I checked, that's kind of nice weather. It's a little bit north of here, right? Can be, yeah. And uh, pretty sure if you're hiking out there, you you get a 10-degree drop. The hottest it's been so far here is 102. So even at its worst, maybe Bruce was hiking in 90 degrees. Uh, The call came for help around 120. He was with someone else. Uh, Bruce collapsed and started to. It's a terrible story. You don't want anybody to get hurt doing that. But it wasn't heat-related. He's 83. 75. Like, have you ever been around an 83-year-old in the house? If it's seventy six, they're losing their minds at how hot it is. If it's seventy three, they need blankets. So you know their their temperature control isn't exactly the same. So and if, if he gonna, was
4: if he was bundled up and it was forty degrees, still oh, likely to
0: if he's in forty degrees, that man's head is an ice cube. Old people can't be in forty degrees. Your parents, I'm sure, when you go back for Christmas, triple layered. It is they're in blankets. It's eighty four in the house. It's just miserable. You can only see my dad's face. Right. They don't have internal temperature control. So we can't sell that heat-related deaths happen when somebody's 83.
4: The worst is walking into their uh, their condo. It's oh. like you might
0: as well sit in a sauna. It is a sauna. It's the worst feeling in the world going. So old people having heat stroke is, mm, let's, not, it's happen. let's not sell it that way. Let's not use somebody's passing to sell anything. But let's also be very aware that when they started, you know, May 1st kicked off Heat Awareness Week, and we got a guy who dropped dead from it. This is great. It reminds me of when they needed somebody to change the name of Squaw Peak, and they waited for someone to die. Like, uh, we got yelled at for it because I'm like, all they're doing right now is waiting. We said it before they named it. Like, they need a dead Native American, like, cute sweet. Janet Napolitano was our governor at the time. They're like, if we don't get a dead Native American soon, we're going to have to name that thing after white people, and everybody's going to lose their minds. We've got to get rid of this Squaw Peak thing. And lo and behold, soon after, Lori Piestewa passes away and what turned out to be kind of a botched run of a nightmare uh, military Fuel operation, a mess. Yep. But before we could look into anything, our government, our news, everybody else was like, all right, we got ourselves a dead Native American. Name it after her. Did she deserve something named after? Maybe, but not because of why we found out her name. Turned out to be kind of a mess. People love Grand State. Pat Tillman. Jesus, Pat Tillman. They tried to sell us an entire war on his heroics, and it turned out he got blasted by his own. Story of Pat Tillman is tragic in 3,000 different ways. He should be held up as a hero for signing up, not because he died in the line of duty. The dude died in the line of duty because of a a mess because the thing I mean it encapsulates the entire war which was uh, a hodgepodge of nobody knew what to do which is really sad but yeah 83 year old guys dying in the heat mm. here's the thing here's my, uh, here's my advice for the month of uh, yeah, where we have to pay attention to heat related stuff I forget what they called it but how about um, don't go outside uh, when it's really really hot without like two gallons of water how about that if you're 83 or you're responsible... That guy couldn't handle it. Right. No, no, no. no, no. He couldn't carry two gallons of water. Yeah. That's a lot of weight. If you're responsible for an 83-year-old, they're not allowed outside after May 15th. Only to go to the unless doctor. Unless that's
4: your design. <laughs> unless, unless it's unless, the final hike.
0: Right. Unless it's in the will that, like, you know, maybe Pops needs to go for a walkie. Poppy, want to go for a walkie? It's time. I like walkies. And you know where it's really warm out? Turn the air conditioner down to, like, 71. It's freezing in here. You know where it's not freezing that desert. I went in the desert. Let's take Pop-Pop for a walk.
2: I want to walk in the hot, hot sun.
3: Get him outside.
0: The Will, he's starting to creep around it again. He's going to start penciling in some new names. I don't like how close he's getting to those neighbors.
2: They're good to me. They bring me treats.
0: Ooh, we got to walk him. <laughs> Next thing you know, all this stuff's going over there to Gertrude. I have a friend whose grandfather is dating. And as much as people love grandpa, the thing they're most worried about is this new lady's going to pick up some of the stuff. And I mean, it is like the best sentence. They're doing me wrong. I I love him and I don't want him to go. But but I mean, this lady shows up out of nowhere and he's got a lot of. I'm like, you're worried about what you're getting now. This new woman that swept him off his feet. They're gonna—they're traveling. That's the, they are going on a trip together. Like I forget where they're driving too, and they're both in their mid eighties, early eighties. They're gonna come back married. Oh jeez, <laughs> he's screwed. That's what I said. <laughs> you know they're driving to like Vegas, right? Oh, they're going all the way up the—they're doing the the PCH. Oh yeah. nice. Oh yeah, it sounds wonderful. And I said, well, the good news is the PCH starts in San Diego. And that's way out of their way to go to Vegas. But you know what? Once you go over that edge, uh, cross. Uh, once you cut back through Nevada and short time it, when they hit Carson City or Reno, you're gonna have a new grandma. Don't even say it, dude. And that will's gonna change. I I don't care about the will so much, but I mean, I think that's what she's after. Of course, that's what she's after. She needs security. <laughs> of course she does. <laughs> she's probably out of insurance or something. And yeah, don't be greedy, bro. Yeah, it's fun to listen to. I love I love my grandpa. Tell them the story about how they took Grandpa out for sushi and he was trying to eat the edamame, but he was reaching in the used bowl. Oh. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, the skins. I don't know what these things are. I don't know why you like them. Just
0: chewy. No, Grandpa, those are where the. Oh, have you been eating those? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We've all tongue those, Grandpa. That's where the food lived it before.
2: What? <laughs> it's the shell? Oh, no. You know, Gertrude would have stopped me before you kids made a fool of me. Now yeah, I'm all
0: wampus. What? Oh, okay, we, he's he's got to go for a walk using words like that.
1: Cattywampus.
4: In high school, my buddy's grandfather calls up. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Where the hell is the game? I can't find it on any it's channel. Impossible. It's four thirty in the morning, Grandpa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they get
0: so twisted.
2: I don't know. Four three zero blah, blah. You blur. said the pregame close enough. Is that what I got
5: to look forward to?
2: yo
0: know, your phone never stopped ringing. Your dad's your dad's by himself He's too. Getting close. Yeah, yeah. I, Brett. I saw an article about you and I yesterday too, where. Uh, Evidently, a group of really bitter parents were mad at a couple for calling themselves dinks, which is uh, (laughs) dual income, income, no kids. kids. And then they're like dink wads or dink. What was it? Dink wad, dual income, no kids with a dog. So they're dink wads. And all the comments were from loving parents who just can't tell you how much love they feel in their hearts because they had children. And it changed them into more loving people, but their comments were all, Enjoy dying alone, you f***. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, So yeah. such an amazing You're love. Just, oh, my God. You got you so, the, the best day of your life when that baby arrived, filled you with such joy and love that we'll never understand. But when you see somebody saying, we have two incomes and we travel like crazy because we got no kids. Enjoy dying alone. Wiping your own ass with your broken arms, you dinkwad <laughs> face. <laughs> oh, man, you are filled <laughs> with joy, parent. You are filled. And it was hundreds of comments from angry people Was miniatures in their home, just recognizing that the cost of college is going six figures in about three years. Looking forward to it. Me too. (laughs) Because my cost of college is called the ARIA, High Limit (laughs) Slot Room, and I throw a college education. where your tuition is. That's where it is. It's in this machine, Billy. (laughs) I'm a dinkwad, and I love it. But man, it was mean. It was like, oh, you don't have any kids? You're not going to be able to afford health care when you're old because you're going to live by yourself in a home. Uh-uh. No, I don't. Because guess what? Uh, I can also uh, kill myself, and no one will be miserable. I leave no one behind. It's perfect. <laughs> dinkwad. I love that. I'm a dink-wad. I never heard Fine. that. You're a dinkwad, too? Man. But yeah, the joy, and, the joy and love of parents was on full display in those comments. Because the story Until- was... I will say this. The story was definitely aimed at saying, F- you to the parents of uh, like people who are like mad at their kids and bitter that their lives didn't work out. More than likely the ones that had kids who didn't necessarily want them when they had them. They just kind of like, all right, this is the way life worked out. Or
4: realize what their yeah. kid
0: and then cost they, them. It, it was rubbing the face in a little. Cause I mean, the, the article included cost of you know healthcare for a kid, school for a kid, college coming up. They don't leave the house till they're 25. It was all just horrifying to read. If you're a parent of like an eight year old, it would be the scariest thing in the world. And meanwhile, you know, uh, Bitsy and Tyler are running all over the earth with their dog. and <laughs> We're going to Peru for a month. It's like, oh, I'm going to kill Bitsy and Tyler. But it was great to watch. But dinkwads, they're uh, no better lifestyle. Love it. And then they always throw that thing out there with the declining birth rates and how it's going to destroy the human race. You know who doesn't care about that? Dinkwads, because so what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're the last ones. But yet we have a population problem. You're so selfish. Declining, that's just, that ruins that ruins us. Not really. No, we're good. doing a pretty good job of that. And another thing out there, one want uh, you know, again, what show on the radio has tried to throw a listener in jail before 6 a.m.? None other than this one. We tried, and it's succeeding. The police will be here in a minute filing reports. We send them emails. It's happening. I'm not kidding. I won't kid about that. If you directly threaten me, I, I don't fool around with that anymore. I've been told by several authority figures, uh, loose wing nuts should be dealt with. Like loose wing nuts. And anybody that gets that angry at something, uh, willing to come down and fight me when the show's over and beat up the boss. I mean, there's direct threats all over. And again, the public figure thing is there for protection of angels like me. I'm here to entertain America. And there's no reason for you to try to kill me. Tranny Rob.
4: Going after America's sweetheart. But also, (laughs) yeah, how dare you?
0: Also, I want to, what other show in the city is going to suggest this? Uh, Brady's house is wide open. Uh, and this 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 thing that's going on with these gas workers that show up to home invade. I mean, you're in it for the challenge, I understand. But if you just want to invade a house for fun, Brady will let you in. Uh, Brady's had home invasions. No fight. They all go south. There's one this morning at 8 a.m. You had a home invasion?
4: I don't know. a repair guy.
0: Well, that's not plan. a home invasion, Brady. That's well, a plan. You actually know I told him to coming. go through
4: the house. It's just an outside repair. Right. Right. Like, oh, help he's yourself. allowed in? Yeah.
0: No. no. But you... you <laughs> You can have, if you're interested in what a home invasion would be like, there's a simulation of one every day. And it and it always peters out. It's no fun for the home invader when the door is swung wide open for you. Like you show Not up. a
4: home invasion when you're invited. <laughs>
0: right. Because <laughs> uh, last time I was at Brady's house, there was guys at the door that said, hey, we got a problem with the gas. We're going to come check that out.
3: Woo, well, that could be dangerous. Let's get you boys right in here. Come on in. And let's talk came about, about it.
0: They down on the floor.
3: It's <laughs> just a tickle game? What? Are you going to tickle me?
0: the hell are you talking about?
3: What are you guys doing? The gas is over there. Where's your money? <laughs> my pocket.
5: Even the home invader's
0: like, nah, I'm good. Let's go somewhere well, else. He's special. Let's we go to laser House. We need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <then> to leave. <laughs> Got home invader again yesterday, Morgan. Money belts on the pit
3: bull. <laughs> you guys like that? <laughs> Don't tickle me. Every time you guys are here, you run your fingers through my pockets. Turns into the tickle game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, this guy's liking our... Let's get out of here. So another gas worker, again, to all us normal folk, uh, gas workers at your door that you don't expect, don't answer the door. If your house is blowing up from gas, they're not going to knock and come in. They'll blow it up. Like, that's the, you know, so you just don't answer the door ever. Brady loves answering his door. Home invaders, please, for God's sakes, learn where Brady lives and go invade his house. It's easy. You'll get through it in seconds. We can parade all of you through in a day. We'll get it out of your system. This door answering thing, it's so 1990 something. I don't understand. But Brady's the last one who loves guests. He'll make a new friend. He might even talk you out of it. I've seen Brady talk a stripper right out of her job. So, I mean, Home Invader, you have a good chance at Brady's place. To, find, to get your feet right. Uh, you know, get back on track. Ground, yeah, get yeah. back where you're supposed Start to be. Walking. Not invading homes. Brady will talk you out of that. That's silly. <laughs> and then the tickle game will be funny. Nothing better than a home invader going, where's your money? It's
3: in my pockets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stop laughing. This is an
3: attack. Oh, you're Just... killing me. You guys are fun.
0: He's so nice. I don't want to take his stuff. Don't answer your door anymore. It is 2023. This thing in your hand, it's for people to alert you they're coming over. Anybody standing in your door unannounced is an assumed criminal. There is nobody normal comes to your house out of the blue anymore. Ever. Gas companies have ways of figuring stuff out. Don't even have to knock. They can just shoot they your shoot uh, meter. Stuff. Yeah, they see a guy like aiming a gun at your, you. Got the barcode. The, yeah. They remember the one guy that came into my backyard. Yeah. And uh, there was meetings at Southwest Gas over this because my dogs jumped him. And well, he said, well, they went after him. And then Megan went out and started yelling at the guy. And he's like, I have a right to be here. And she goes, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But right now, they're going to eat you and I'm not going to stop them. Like, get out of here. I'm calling the cops. No, I have a right to... And then they they had a meeting saying, no, you've got to do something different. Because my friend worked for the gas company. He said, we do. Like, it's in the paper where we can go back there. I'm like, yeah, but if the dog eats you, it's not on me. The term. I forget the term. It's like... It was some castle thing. Yeah. I forgot what it was. But they had a right to get in there. Castle mall. But then they they also had to have meetings saying, you know what? Let's move the meters. This is a bad idea in this day and age. Like, it used to be kind of a... Open back in there, they can just reach over and shoot over your wall. I've seen them do it. kind of neat. That's why you have to keep your bushes away from your gas thing because they got sensors on them. You just don't answer your door anymore. And guy in a gas outfit out front, if you go, hmm, I don't smell any gas, there's no need to answer this door. Those are rotten eggs. Yeah. I just, <laughs> have gas. Yeah. Now, if your house smells, yeah, and if you're farting rotten eggs, maybe somebody should take you out. <laughs> but if your house smells like rotten eggs, you got one of two problems. Your house is about to blow up from gas, and you don't care. Or your body's shutting down, and you're blowing rotten egg. Sulfur. So and if you do yeah. have rotten egg farts to the point that Brady's talking about, where the gas company shows up, eh, lifestyle change probably in order, I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John, why don't we get Officer Rico Blaze over there to frisk Trans Rob? Oh, Trans Rob would like that way too much, I think. <laughs> Uh, This is Direct Threat Rob, is the name of a band for human manifestation of the band Dandar. That's right, Direct Threat Rob is a great name. Oh, now is Rico here? I guess so. Rico, making house calls. Came quick. God. Excuse <laughs> me? Sorry, Rico.
2: Rico Blaze do don't never come quick, my friend. <laughs> but he comes a lot. Every time there's a call for police work, the great Rico Blaze shows up. Now, I understand we had a complaint here in the we building. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: now, as a man who's unfamiliar with complaints, because I always satisfy, tell me what your complaint might be.
4: There's a threat, Rico.
0: Oh, a threat? I yeah. like that. From behind? Always Mine's a threat from either direction, baby It's coming over high, it's coming low You are in danger, Rico Blaze Would you like me to rectify this threat? Rect-
2: Absolutely Rectally?
0: Oh yeah, that's how Regal Blaze likes to rectify I will digitally search the p- culprit Or the perp as I like to call him mm. Regal Blaze loves the perp <laughs>
2: so You say you're going to lawyer up? All right, then I'm gonna get my money's worth, baby. Mm. You called Rico Blaze Kane, did you? Ow! Rico Blaze, very happy to be here, protecting and serving that ass.
0: Mm, mm, I understand there's a transsexual named Rob that's making all the threats. I would like to lift that dress, move those balls like a tail, and get to work.
2: You can see it on my website Rico Blaze. Don't care what you wear. It's time for my next film, Frisk Freak.
0: <laughs> Where I'm going to pat Rob, the crazy listener down and say, "What's this in the front of your dress? A weapon?" And he will say, "No, that's my dick." And I said, "Yes, because my dick's the weapon friend." That's right. <laughs> Officer Rico Blaze over and mm. Out. Time for filming Lethal Weapon 69.
1: All right.
2: Rob, you're the next contestant on Regal Blaze Hour. Come on down. <laughs> if you got a complaint, ladies, you won't after Regal Blaze
0: leaves. Mm-hmm. You'll have been served by your man in blue. Now wipe your face off. You look like a pig. That's right, Rob. That's what. That's, those are our friends. Rico Blaze, the officer. He's our friend. Promoted. He is here, and he's going to fix things. <laughs> I also uh, really like this. There was a lady who, this is the thing that, you know, you may not like this, Brady, but I certainly will. I saw a thing years and years ago that made it so it all made sense to me. About uh, n- you know the the near death experiences and all that stuff. They did a special. God, it was this had to be twenty years ago, and it really kind of it helped form my opinion of like how I see afterlife and things like that. Because you always hear about near death experiences, and they're always like it was a
2: bright light and my parents and I saw God and all this.
0: But it depended, like the special was so eye opening because it, it was all dependent on what you were taught growing up was your near death experience. And if you didn't die, then it was basically your God's mistake to get you that close and give you a sneak preview. If that's what you believe, like why would he give you the sneak preview and they go, no, 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 no there's a mistake, go back, go back. That's a, that's a pretty incompetent uh, deity. So in Africa, people's near death experiences tended to be, based on what they believed in india was fascinating people who had been hit by elephants trucks trains tigers i don't know what goes on in india but their near-death experiences always had to get trampled by the holy cow (laughs) their near-death experience almost always included uh, visions of their religion be it the you know the eight-armed gods very colorful uh, the, the polytheistic kind of they met all the gods super colorful a lot of animals and their visions were that. The Western religion near-death experience was almost always bright light. It's what you've been taught. So it was never real. You know, it, it, this this whole thing was like a, an experience. Yeah, there was set. a guy
4: two weeks ago that told about his... Right. Uh, during, he, he and was, he just had, went blank. Well, he was... uh, And then he was looking down on himself. Right. Lying in bed and...
0: Right. And that's always family
4: members sitting around there. Right. And
0: I saw the that room. seems to be a common. and I could hear the doctors yeah. and I could repeat. Maybe you could because you're in the room. Yeah. So there is a chance that your brain will absorb doctor saying he's gone because you're still functioning. And so a lady and this was an idea for a TV show. I had 20 years ago with more than that with a friend of mine to have near death experiences that don't match up with anything. Because people don't, you know, it's it's a fear of death that makes us want to believe there's something else beautiful. And, and, and look, I'm an atheist who doesn't believe in it, but it would be nice. That is a nice thought to say, "Wow, there's a, a paradise forever," even though that does sound a little. You know, I would like that to end sooner. I don't think forever's.
4: What was that movie? It was it Scanners, the one where they flatline. Flatliners. Flatliners. Yeah. And they each had a different experience right, because right. They, you know, one was uh, I think it abused
0: was, as a child. When I first saw that movie, it was, or I first saw the thing I'm talking about, it was kind of because Flatliners was out. Yeah. So it might have been 30 years ago. But uh, there's a TV show I would love to have had of the ones that don't make the cut. The stories people have that are like ridiculous and no one wants to hear that this was their near-death experience. Here's one. I absolutely love. And this would be the first of the show. So, Because plenty of people have had near-death experiences, and then they tell their story, and everybody's like, all right, never say that again. This is one of them. A woman was clinically dead, pronounced clinically dead. heart stopped, brainwaves were barely functioning. And her near-death experience uh, while she, when she came out was that Snoop Dogg was trying to kill her while she was gone. <laughs> so she had Jesus. this fantasy, and it was very real to her, that uh, Snoop D-O-double-G... Uh, was uh, trying to kill her the entire time she was clinically dead. So her near-death experience, her heaven was, Calvin Brodus was going to murder her, and she couldn't get away. Uh, She said her injuries were immediately life-threatening. Her heart stopped multiple times. They were trying to bring her back. uh, But the issue became, uh, like while she was out and couldn't come back, that Snoop Dogg, Was completely gone. She said, I thought after the accident, we drove home and went back to my parents' house. So in the accident, the accident happens. Terrible car accident. She goes immediately into this dream state where she doesn't realize she's been in an accident. So her brain fools her and says, we're home. It takes her through the scenario. You ever have that dream when you think you got up and got ready for work? Oh, yeah. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, I'm still sleeping. That's what happened to her in the accident. So she said, after the accident, uh, I I was under the impression we went home to my parents' house and my mom and dad were there, which was weird, uh, which didn't happen. And then she says uh, she was put into a cargo hold of an airplane, which was just off the back end of her house. And then there was a really bright and eerily cold light. And suddenly uh, her brother and fiance, Andy, were there and they angrily spoke about wiping their hands off. Something terrible had happened. Uh, She said, I was sitting in a chair thinking, what's going on? Like it was very real to her that this was happening. She said, I heard these voices and I looked down and a light from a door opened like a back entrance to a club and no idea why this person was there. And I can't work it out, but there was Snoop Dogg standing there. He had an entourage of people with him and they were looking to kill me. (laughs) But I remember the fear. I was so scared. I tried not to make a sound because I could recognize immediately Snoop Dogg was there for one reason and one reason only, murdering me. Uh, and she said, I tried to stay quiet. The chair I was sitting on started creaking. Snoop Dogg noticed me, and it was horrifying. Uh, everything that was going on started to, to fall off the walls and try to, like, crushing her. Like, that was Snoop Dogg's plan was to knock things down and, and trap her it? or something. And then she said, and that's when uh, I woke up in the hospital and was told what happened. She told her story to the to the cops, she told her story to other people, like this was my near death experience because they told her you died. You were gone. Did you have any visions? And she said, yes. Yeah. Snoop Dogg is trying to kill me. And they're like, All right, that's enough. See ya. There, nobody ever wants to hear that <laughs> one, was but. her name Melissa Knight? Was it Suge <laughs> Knight's daughter? No, it was not Suge Knight's daughter. Oh, okay. Although it was a similar name, so maybe Snoop Dogg was after <laughs> Melissa Knight and got confused because uh her name was like Miranda something or other, or Marianne Rumpri, Rupri. But that would be an amazing TV show of people who had wacky near-death experiences that why not that don't fit into any religious narrative or anything else. That maybe the afterlife is just Snoop Dogg trying to kill you. Like, wouldn't nobody ever takes that one seriously? The, the bright light, Grandma and Grandpa standing there at the gate. That all is like, yeah, that's a thing. That's because that's what we really would. It want. falls
4: into the. Uh people try to area. classify that's a well that's your purgatory
0: right <laughs> well, now, like people between. will try to assign it well yeah because you must you must live a terrible life and uh and then racist grandpa go that's because she dated so many blacks that's why it's cause that's god punishing her for that you like black so much look they're gonna kill you in purgatory i that, told you they'll assign their belief to it and that's what the whole argument was with near-death experiences you'll just assign what you really deep down want to be real To everybody's story, it's the reverse hypothesis of science. You have an answer already, so every bit of evidence you're just trying to draw back to your answer rather than evidence leading you to an answer. And it was pretty amazing because her story is not the only one. So you go to the comments, and somebody said, "I've had a dream uh, uh, when I was in uh, uh, a vision while I was uh, clinically dead of being attacked by uh, was like a massive amount of bees or something like gigantic human sized bees." And then those are the stories that I want to be. What if that's the real one? Because none of them are, you can't quantify or prove anybody's near-death experience. We just hear over and over the bright yeah. light, the family waiting. Uh, there's my aunts and uncles' faces I recognize. Very soothing feelings, really harps playing. And everybody's like, well, then that's it. Because that makes sense to me. But It when is. Th-
4: and then sometimes I think, you know, I always thought, I wonder if it's similar to the you know, your body drops down into that almost like a dream state.
0: Of course, it does. Your yeah. brain's still functioning, so it's stuff you think about. But you have what if it doesn't? Dreams. What if it doesn't? What if heaven and no one will take it seriously? What if this whole thing is constant punishment? And your next you level, shut your mouth, your, John. Your <laughs> next level, God's next joke on you. Because for some reason, we have to go through this sixty-eight year test. To get eternity. I don't understand that at all with religion. It's like, here, 68 years, prove your worth to me, and I'll give you heaven for Why don't you just give me that in the first place if you love me? No, 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 Big test. Like, all right, I suppose. And then, But what if it is just gigantic humans, like level B. It's like a video game. Level B, gigantic bees chase you around all the time. And you're just in some horror state forever. I would like that to be as considered as the bright light and aunts and uncles and all that other stuff. Because that sounds fun. Because, you know, when a when a video game's first level ends, you're like, well, oh, it's yeah. <sighs> This is the tutorial. Yeah. What if the next level is massive bugs and they chase you around all the time? And then you got to get through that level to get to the... thing? can't just be this, right? If you believe in, like, a heaven and an eternity of forever, you can't just be hanging around here being some weird earth virus and then go, well, that was the test. It doesn't make sense. There has to be... Video game levels to this. And the second one I'm rooting for. Giant human-sized bees or a gaggle of Snoop Dogs trying to kill me. And if I get away with that, I go to level three. And it just gets progressively better.
4: There's a belief that there's a uh, raid redemption part of heaven. There's different levels. Yeah, yeah. The Crowns. I don't know a ton about it. Awesome.
0: Are any of them human-sized bees that I got to run from? Maybe I would. I'd be. A, I'm fifty and zero as far as years go getting stung by bees. So you get me that test. I'm preparing for that. Brett and I were talking about that the other day. You're also fifty and zero. Yep. Never been stung by a bee. Knock on wood. My system of dodging bees has worked for fifty solid years. Knock on wood. You got to get out more often. Than no, you know. I'm out all the time. <laughs> you see a bee, you flail and run like crazy. That's the system. Ah! It works. And you hear people who've been stung by bees, oh, you're afraid of them, that's silly. Have you been stung by a bee? Plenty of times. I never have. So your system sucks and mine's awesome. It's great. But yeah, I like the idea of the afterlife maybe being just Snoop Dogg trying to kill me forever. Never it thought would of it that way. But, you so know. interesting because people have had that near-death experience, which we just poo-poo immediately. We're so locked in on the idea. But you talk to, you know, if a if a if a very religious Western religious person talked to a, a polytheistic Indian about their near death experiences, both of them would go, Oh, you're out of your mind and dismiss it as if they're saying Snoop Dogg tried to kill me the whole time. Because if they be- that, that means they're wrong. That means they've been believing wrong the whole time. If the Western guy's right, the Eastern guy can't go to his heaven. It doesn't make he's not going. So, you know, which one the bees is the, is great. Uh, you know,
4: you come back as a
0: you know, reincarnate. <coughs> sure, they'll do that different, too. Different. But again, if you're believe if you're raised to believe constantly that's what that this is right and everyone else is wrong, like you know, you you look at the Mormons, you're like, silly, silly beep <laughs> you, you don't think that they're right. And you kind of dismiss all their thoughts like, all right, well, good luck, see you with that. Or people who believe in something wacky compared to what you believe in you never you know do the buddhist thing and put yourself in their shoes and go he thinks the same of me i've um i have realized
4: over, through the years that of looking at stuff like that and going oh man they're crazy that's wild no there's wild stuff on they all sides of it. your side yeah, exactly. as wild as you so i, I try not to like and i mean sometimes it's pretty obvious like ooh that's kind of out there if you're but you again
0: know. you're talking donkey and snake are pretty tough to buy yeah. Yeah. They all have <laughs> Sure. And, there, and it's a whole bunch of crazy going on in each end. Yeah. But you just you choose to believe that that one's pretty realistic, and theirs is nuts. But they're looking at you the same way. Why not a Snoop Dogg scenario? Where, what if Snoop Dogg is the second coming, and he's the ultimate punisher? Awesome. I just never thought of the second coming doing Corona commercials. <laughs> right. And, you know. Why wouldn't he? He's got <laughs> to get his name out there. Who, who better... Uh, who in the in our lifetime has better promoted himself to a mass audience than Snoop Dogg? Oh yeah, he's hanging out with Martha Stewart's crowd. He's got hardcore gangsters. I mean, he is Jesus. He's got them all. Like he's he's touched them all. Old white women, young uh, urban people, Mexicans. Nobody hates Snoop Dogg. He could be the Antichrist. Okay, whatever you want to plug him in at, I want to meet him. He's interesting.
2: Snoop Theo double G, is the savior. G.
3: Now I gotta chase you and kill you, player. All
0: right, this is gonna be the best level of everything. <laughs> Andy Samberg loves it. Yeah, him. <laughs> Andy Samberg and him I mean, think of how fun heaven would be if it was a constant like party, except every once in a while Snoop Dogg tried to kill you, and you had to you had to just run. <laughs> it sounds like a great game. And that door swings open. Where's Brady B? Oh no, Brady Run! <laughs> like you just Snoop Dogg's there. It sounds better. It's like than that Duck happens. Duck Snoop. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Duck Duck Snoop. And your day in the barrel. Like you can go through eons of like. Yes, yeah, this, this is great. This is nice. The nice buffet. The clouds are pretty. This is a beautiful place. And uh, just so long as today's not that. Oh
3: crap! There is <laughs> Shizzle dizzle, start running. Oh no, Snoop Dogg day.
0: <laughs> but that was her post death experience and she came back with that story and everybody went you're nuts I'm struggling with that uh, yeah I like it better but the guy who and then you know when I used to watch uh, there was a show called um, God, I can't remember what it was called something where it was a bunch, bunch of people who almost died and usually at the hands of someone else uh, like they'd get shot and they'd, but they were dead and then they'd share their experiences and the, the people that got really upset were the ones who were like I got hit by a truck I lay on the side of the road did you see anything nope went dead black I was told right before that's it my brain shut off, and I was it was gone. There was nothingness, a void of nothingness that I was aware of. And then, of course, you get the religious people who are like, "Well, that's because he lived a life that wasn't completed, and Lord wouldn't take him." Like, oh, okay, that fits your world. What if, what if he's right? What if it is just nothing? What if it is giant bees? What if it is Snoopy? I want that TV show to happen. I'm just too lazy and, and stupid to try to figure out how. There
4: does seem like there's one thing in common, though. After that, people have the experience. It always seems like. It was an epiphany after the fact. Oh, Not all well, of them. I got to do that. I'm just saying, majority. It just seems that way. I'll but tell again, you this. those are the ones that they're covering.
0: I'll tell you this: I knock you out with a semi truck. You're coming out of that different, for sure. So the epiphany is very rarely yeah, that the, moment you were laying the on the road dying, and like I have to. Most of the time, it's because you got a second chance. No matter what your vision is, that's what were, it's about. Yeah, is yeah. that you woke up and you're like, oh, I got to start appreciating things differently. Of course, you got hit by a Peterbilt. You have an unwanted tattoo of Mac across your chest. Just like your things first are time
4: microdosing.
0: <laughs> right. You know, you well, you, you go slow, you macro, <laughs> and there's a good chance you leave your wife and kids, and you're like, this is different. Like, I got to make some life changes. You get that ayahuasca, and suddenly you have these moments, you know, these shining moments. When you when you greatly alter your life, no matter what your your, life changes, no matter what your visions are, a Peterbilt hits me. I'm coming back in here different tomorrow, probably with a a slur. (laughs) Uh, Things are going to be different now. You're not going to do very good impressions with that mouth. That's right. I'm going to speak to you about Vishnu. I like it. Now, that's what I really want. I want a super religious guy like Pat Robertson to get hit by a Peterbilt and wake up going, I
3: I couldn't believe it. I I I saw Vishnu, and he welcomed me with all eight arms, and he told me I was right about the homosexuals, but I was wrong about Jesus.
0: But they weren't arms.
3: those weren't, they were big dicks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be great if Pat Robertson went to uh, homo uh, heaven?
3: I couldn't believe it. A big big eight-dicked man met me at a golden light, which was urine. I got golden showered at the gates. And then the next thing you know, I was given a a thing of Metamucil and magnesium citrate. And they said, this will clean out your butt. And that was just a full-out rape. I went to gay heaven. And the guy that was there was uh, David from my lottery dream home. He's God. <laughs> That's why he gets away with the clothes.
1: Yeah,
0: I would like that. I would like. I would like all of them to be like a thing.
4: He wakes up. He's an interior decorator,
3: <laughs> and I just want to come to your house and change out your curtains and such. I have a new vision in life, and it is uh, decorations. Feng Shui, Brady. It used to be for twinks and queers, and now I've I've seen light and it's pink. I've seen the Bud Light,
0: (laughs) but yeah, I would like those to be real. What a show it would be to take all these dismissed near-death experiences that don't fit some religious fold and just hear them out. Because there's a lot of wacky ones too. We just there are never TV shows about that and. You know Joel Osteen doesn't go crazy on Sundays talking about near-death experiences where Snoop Dogg's trying to kill you. Those are automatically like, oh, that's dumb. But it happened, just the same as the guy who got hit by the truck and saw his grandparents again. Again, I'm a big hater of heaven because if the best thing they've got so far is that you get to watch us, and there's nothing worse than Grandpa watching Brady Slip his finger through the toilet paper and stare at it and then smell it. Ah, oh.
3: oh, Christ, can we turn That's it? That's a dream.
0: I'm sorry. No, you have to watch your grandson.
2: Brady just waffle stumped
0: his turds into the shower drain. Is he coming? Yes, he's welcome into the kingdom.
3: Oh, is, is he jerking off again?
0: <laughs> if your grandparents are watching you, it's not just throwing touchdowns, Ben Roethlisberger. It's the time you put your thumb in your butt. It's the time you put your thumb in that girl's butt. Grandma and Grandpa, if you truly believe your religion, they're watching you the whole way, or can see you. Ugh. What you're saying is just
4: be consistent when you're pointing.
0: When like, throws it. a touchdown yeah.
4: pass, right? Point up. Thank you. Yeah.
0: After you're done, next time or you whatever, taste. <clears throat> no, that's definitely feces. Point up. Ah. <laughs> hey, Grandpa, I know you saw that. Hilarious, right? <laughs> if you truly believe your loved ones are watching you, it's not just for the the touchdowns. Sometimes you have a hand covered in, and they see that too. Then, it's
4: mostly for the celebrations in life, John.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's the only time grandma and grandpa tune in. <laughs> this is when you just had a great moment. Very rarely when you're like, Whoops, <laughs> that was more than I thought. Better waffle stomp that down the drain.
5: You mean they tune out when you turn Pornhub on, or is <laughs> right. that uh
4: They have the uh, heaven streaming <laughs> T V up there and they have the different channels and they can you know.
0: I mean not to rub this in, Brett, but you've recently lost your mother. Yeah. And you, if she's watching you, there's been some stuff. Oh, I hope she has her blinders oh, <laughs> on. I mean, there are some times when uh. you're watching Scarlet Scandal with a thumb in your ass <laughs> and a Nazi helmet on. <laughs> there is no reason for mom to see that. But if you truly believe, oh, I know she's with me all the time. You don't really believe that. Uh, they said that at my grandma's funeral. Now she can be with us all the time. I'm like, I don't need that. You know, she can take some hours off. I, she does not <laughs> need to see some of the things I'm doing. I mean, great disappointments. Just disgusting things I do to myself. Disgusting. (laughs) Shaving my balls. Like, that is a private moment. I don't need God and Grandma and Grandpa to turn it to Channel John and go, what's he up to? Oh, Christ. Stretching out the bat wings. What is he doing to
3: to that? What's wrong with his second nuts?
0: There's got to be better stuff to do in heaven than watch us. I think there is. I would hope so, but you yeah. probably believe all oh, the grandma I don't, and grandpa are watching don't really
4: me. I don't in the... No. That
0: that's a terrible... people or relatives are
4: looking down on you. That
0: the, is a terrible design. That and, is heaven's worst design is that they can see us at all times. Because, man, the stuff... I'm sorry to Shirley and Bill and Alvar and... And then what happens when everybody you loved is dead? and You got nobody to watch. I'm just going to go check out Brett for a second. I, mean, I wonder What this guy's up to? Oh Christ! He's batwinging too.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think our relatives or whatever have a heavenly ring camera.
0: You don't know. It. But well, then why do they say that all the time? And then why have we been waiting for us everything? You know, I know he's watching. I know he's looking down on me. Yeah, he's looking yeah, down on it because you're big.
4: Person that started that. Well, it's, it's, it's an, kind of more of a...
0: It's internal comfort that they're not really out of your it's life. It's a way to
4: deal with the death.
0: But if you really believe that Jesus and God could see everything you did, there's you'd cut out about 83% of things you did, for sure.
4: They're amazing.
0: Yeah. What? <laughs> if I was God, I'd ignore us, too. How many times I've tried my... What if I get two fingers in there?
2: Ow. Oh. Ow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, what have I created? What's wrong with all of them? That's my boy. Why is he? Oh, Alvar, Isabel, come over here. Look at your grandson. What's he doing? He's got two fingers in today.
2: <laughs> oh, did he waffle stomp?
0: Yes, of course he waffle stomp. That's how he starts every morning.
2: <laughs> What's wrong with him? Who raised him?
0: Your son,
3: Dan. Let's see what Dan's doing.
0: Oh, you know. Oh, he's got three fingers. <laughs>
3: The apple doesn't fall far from that tree.
0: I don't want my grandparents... Two
3: years, waffle stomp.
0: <laughs> All right, Lord has created the waffle stomp, and, uh, whew, sorry about that.
3: This kid's disgusting. Is he popping something on his thigh? Oh, that's a tumor. Stop! He's just making it worse. Oh, he's licking the blood off his finger. Come
0: on! <laughs> and my grandparents <laughs> every day would watch me... Consider <laughs> what to do next to that thing that came out of my nose in the oh. shower. <laughs> do just, I taste 50 bucks, he eats it.
3: <laughs> do, yeah! This is, a thing. this is
0: a scab. This isn't a booger. Do I eat this? Oh, Grandma and Grandpa watching me with God. I told you it was gross. Eh, I'm going to let this one go. We don't claim him. Whoops. Got to waffle stump that and the scab now. I know you're out in your car right now thinking grandma and grandpa are watching you while your finger's buried in your nose. And you're like, Just what do I do with this? Do I, do I eat this or even worse, wipe it on my car seat? What
4: would grandma and grandpa do?
0: Yeah. Turn it. Good Times is on Channel 7. Why are you watching me? <sniffs> I'll tell you exactly why I'm not watching Good Times.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot.
0: It's racist crazy. <laughs> anyway, seven twenty-eight. Near-death experiences. A TV show where your near-death experience that got dismissed because it wasn't religious would be a huge hit. The only problem is it could get ruined by people who are seeking attention.
1: Yeah, and making nonsense. You can make up. Yeah,
0: I want the real ones. Like I want your actual paperwork that says you were dead for a little bit and then, like, Demar Hamlin, he had to have something. But I'm sure that they've told him. You were with God. Or
4: oh, he's like up. a little upset.
1: I didn't get one. I didn't one. get
0: one, right. Which is a couple of people, that do. that got Peter built on his bike on that uh, I almost died, died and came back show. He's like, nothing happened. I yeah. was told you're done. And it went blank and I just sat in this dark abyss. And, of course, yeah, they, they tried to make it so his life wasn't any good so he didn't get to see the light. Well, I didn't get to see Snoop Dogg or the Big Bees. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert?
5: Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. We were just talking earlier about how nice the weather's going to be this weekend. Yeah. and You always hear John talking about his e-bike. Well, if you, you're on the fence, you're not sure you want to pick up an e-bike, well, you can head on over to <laughs> Action Ride Shop. They do rent them, sell them, or if you want to just do it old school, get that bike fixed up in your garage. you got the best wrenches in town. Action Ride Shop's where you need to be, Gilbert Road in Southern, or just go to actionrideshop.com for all your details. And... uh our buddy Rob has gotten lots of uh, suggestions Yo, for Rob the, the wake-up song. Yeah. Meredith Brooks, bitch. Oh my uh, God's Matt crying like a bitch. <laughs> Judas Priest, grinder for the gay app and Rob's ass in prison. Uh, Buck Cherry, crazy bitch. Seven Dust, bitch. Uh, wow. Lady Gaga, born this way. Oh, that's a good one. RuPaul, uh, supermodel. Aerosmith crying. Tools, prison sex. Oh, my God. Uh, nonpoint, but with a name. Yeah. Snot, Aaron Jones, Static X, and Hemlock in
0: there. Wow. Lots of requests for Trini Rob, who did not like the basketball conversation this morning. Uh, Born This Way is pretty much what it is, but I want to play late again. Yeah, no, no. Um, Grinder's pretty solid. That's a great song. Now let's go with Grinder by <laughs> Judas Priest for Rob. Since probably to get a little of this tension off his mind, he's gone to Grinder <laughs> at one point this morning, and maybe even by now, lifting his dress for some other gentleman. <laughs>
4: wonder if the metal god follows the suns. I think he might. Living in the valley. You think?
2: I hate Cameron
0: Payne. He <laughs> <It> drives me <laughs> mad. He's not metal at all. I only like metal players. I like Bismock Biombo for two reasons. All right, Halford. I wonder if he does follow the suns. That'd be interesting to find out. You never used the C-ring he gave you, did you? Oh, yeah. No, you don't. Don't lie. Just be honest. Did you?
4: I've got it still.
0: I didn't ask you if you have it. I watched <laughs> I him give yeah. it to you. Yeah, well, did you use it or not? Yeah. You did? Yeah. By yourself? No. All right. Did you do the figure eight or did you do it regular? Regular. Okay. Have you tried the figure eight? No. I'll teach I, you that I later. Think so. <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I know. I, I think I...
0: It's a tough one. i have to do that. It hurts. Figure eight's a tough one. Didn't enjoy, didn't enjoy it enough to go back for two? I went back. Oh, you've used it several times, Brady uh, Bogan. Big fan of the C ring. No, no, not at all. Not a word of it. All right. Nope. (laughs) No way. Brady sat because he'd think about his parents and grandparents up in heaven watching him slap that thing on.
3: (laughs) This is terrible. What's he doing, Babu?
0: You're not going to believe (laughs) this. Brady's down there trying to put on a (laughs) ring right now, and it (laughs) is—he's crying. It's ugly. It's really ugly.
3: Didn't we raise him better, Papple Chick? Thumbs up. Thumbs
4: up by both of them.
0: Yeah. And one of your thumbs up, your own thing with a Nazi helmet on.
3: All right. It's on. I don't know what to do next, but better hurry, because the blood circulation is no good with this. (laughs) What are you doing here, Uncle Jack?
2: Hey, hey. (laughs)
3: Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.
2: Sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil he's sitting right here. Come on. No, I
3: mean, no, he's not he's not evil. He's just a bit rude.
0: Not Flying through and all the emails coming through for Rob, the tranny listener that attacked us this morning and then made veiled not veiled direct threats, and the police are handling those threats. You think I'm kidding I'm not. I've we've actually got the cops involved, which is awesome. You never know. He Sounds like a shooter to me. Uh, Please, when he's arrested, put it on KUP's Facebook page. I I need this film. Please, please, please. Uh, (laughs) This one says, uh, I've listened to the show for a long time. This morning I listened. Just ignore them, Rob. Come on. It makes everything so much easier just to act like they don't exist. Sign Toledo's dad.
1: (laughs) All right, that's pretty (laughs) hilarious. (laughs)
0: Uh, This one says, I can't believe you're making fun of old people. You're degenerates. I'm going to listen to the rap station. They actually care about their listener. They call. They engage. They have a segment where the girlfriend's on one line, and they call her boyfriend. Now, that's good radio. What you guys are doing is trash. Signed, Tranny Robb, program director, (laughs) KUPD. Yeah, make him a Nathan Sutherland or a Rico Blaze. Let's let's put him in the fold. Tranny Robb, the complaint emailer. Uh, curious John, does uh, Rob the training complaint emailer uh, go tucked or untucked for a little fisty cuffs? <laughs> that's a good question. When he threatened to beat us all up. You too, Brady. He's going to kill you as well, so you better get on that police report. Uh, let me give him my address. Do you tuck or untuck when you're fighting? As a, uh, that's a good question. Or you, know, you just let her go. Like at that moment when it comes busting free. The great untucking. I like that. Brett says, I realized over the years why I just enjoy the show so much. You guys are a good group of friends, having a good time, shooting the crap, getting paid to do it. Moved away from Arizona, and my buddies in the show reminds me of hanging out with them, away from our chicks. No filters, any topics, good sports takes, and tranny Rob. You guys keep doing what it is you do, because it's good. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Very nice of you. All this because a guy doesn't like basketball didn't like my response of go away. (laughs) The whole city's engaged by it. Yeah, there's going to be some people who don't like it. I happen to like it. It's, you might have noticed, called Holmberg's Morning Sickness, not Holmberg's Suggestion Box of Ideas. So things I'm interested in are going to be topics on the show, Tranny Rob. I apologize that that offended you. But I don't apologize for when the police take you in today. And don't worry, Rob, I'll visit every day. Every day, it'll be great. We got any action on there? The police didn't. Don't COVID.
4: promise that. What are you talking? well that really is true. You know
0: day. what, Brady? That's uh, irresponsible of me. Yeah. I probably won't yeah. make it every day. I probably won't make it once, to be honest. But still, the file has been opened. The file's open yeah. and the uh, paper. So I'll have to uh, probably chat with some. So
6: far, I think there's five emails in it.
0: Yep. We'll Chat with some so. officials later today. In the meantime, let's get all the news that Brady knows before we jail a listener. that's my solemn promise to you ghouls we'll try to we'll try to jail one of you a day for our entire run here i ain't dealing with it uh brady uh the brady reports brought to you by hooters start the week off right with happy hour at hooters half off select appetizers and great drink specials every monday through friday three to six o'clock right there at your neighborhood hooters brady reported good tuesday morning to you phoenix hello world hi Happy Teacher Appreciation Day. Oh, I appreciate your T-shirts. I'm the only one in the city who actually does because I'm the one who's telling you the truth. Quit your jobs.
6: Means I'm going to be loaded with baked goods tonight. Oh, yeah.
0: They get a, oh, because, yeah, your teacher appreciation is going to head home to you.
6: Baked goods and Starbucks cards.
0: Tell your, tell your teacher. You know, if you really want to appreciate your teacher as a kid, don't bake them anything. Give them the money you were going to use to bake stuff so they can buy <laughs> supplies for their – because they don't get any money for that. Cash is king. No one is less appreciated (laughs) than the teacher of a public school, and there's no one I feel sorry for less. You took the job knowing it didn't pay. So quit. Go to Home Depot. You'll match your income. And if it's passion you're after, then shut up about your pay.
4: Teach some um, how to lay some tile.
0: Yeah. I look at... I look at you like I look at Brittany say Griner. Say right now, Lisa would be the worst right. instructor at playing tile. <laughs> She'd be great at <laughs> instructing it, maybe hey, doing it's be, a different animal. Yeah. I look at uh, the public school teacher like Brittany Griner. You are being treated poorly, and you did this to yourself. There's a way around this whole, I'm not getting enough money for the job I do. I completely agree. You should quit. And then really watch how fast they find money for teachers. If all you bailed, not strike. That was garbage, marching around in your red shirts in June. Nobody's following you around doing that. Quit. All of you. Just don't show up. You want to find out if the government's got money for teachers? They will the next day. And you know why? Because parents hate hanging out with their kids. You're a built-in babysitter.
6: There's been some of that because the legislature had to uh, change a law. That uh, only certified teachers can lead a classroom? Well, when yeah, you're yeah, yeah. 3,000 teachers short, <laughs> you, you kind of fudge that law a little <laughs> bit.
0: Certification, smurtification. What is this one made of crayons? Bring her in. You bring in those old racist teachers from the 70s back there. Hey,
3: kids, open your school books. We're going to learn about slavery and how he screwed that up. This is Mr. Penrod. He's a Vietnam vet. Huh? <laughs> Get some great stories
2: All right. I don't like this uh, Where's the roll sheet <laughs> Susie, <laughs> Timmy, Braden, Quan Lee Quan Lee I need you to sit in the back of the room And face the other direction I can't have you looking at me It's called triggering <laughs> Pipe down, Hop thing. Hey, 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 hey It's like you popped out of the ground I had, to, I had to torture an entire village of people That looked just like the boy in seat 403 <laughs> Heard to get
6: you off the roof of a
2: <laughs> hotel Horrifying Anyway, so I was chasing a bunch of mongols around the jungles.
3: <laughs> I don't think the substitute should say these things.
2: Now, what else you got? Nothing.
6: Shop teacher has his fashioning a <laughs> gun today.
2: <laughs> we're going to clean my handgun. <laughs> then we're going to use it. We're going to use it on me to take me out of this pitiful life where I'm eighty-one years you know, and I still take sub-jobs. You're not reinvigorated? Can't make f- ends meet. Quan <laughs> Lee, quit looking at me. The only way I like to see your people is going away. I see you. <laughs> you look a whole lot different coming towards me. Reminds me of an evacuation.
0: <laughs> Gym class <substituting. laughs> Right. Oh. Today we're going to dig foxholes. <laughs> we're digging holes to get the Kong off our ass.
2: Mr. Penrod,
0: <laughs> Huey's incoming.
3: What's happening? We're digging trenches to keep the Kong out. What's that mean? <laughs> you toys? know what it means.
4: <laughs> Couple of baseless fun facts: Manute Bol was seven feet seven. I knew that. The only player in NBA history, yeah, to have more block shots
0: than points. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand and eighty-six. Fed that man a peanut once. It's my claim to fame in sports. Seriously? Yeah. we were. My dad's company uh, shared baseline seats with some subcontractor that worked for him. And we would occasionally get front row. I mean, in high school, front row baseline seats in the late 80s, oh, yeah. early 90s and Suns games. I might as well. I had gold in my pockets. So I was standing there, and they were playing Golden State. And uh, my friend, I think it was my friend Joe Narducci, who was in Mrs. Doubtfire. He's the delivery what? boy in Mrs. Doubtfire. Weird story. Big part. Ended up quitting. That's eh, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah. You know, Look, like Robin Williams knew about him on ChatGPT. Anyway, so Minut comes over. I'm eating peanuts, and I'm talking to Joe Narducci, and this looming alien comes by, and he goes,
2: give me a peanut.
0: <laughs> huh? Peanut. <laughs> so there I was, like, it's the Mean Joe Green commercial. If you stretch right. Mean Joe Green out to absurd and levels. <laughs> <mullet>. <laughs> and some mulleted 20-year-old. Here you go. And he cracked it open, hands me the show. Thank you. And then just went over and shot awkward threes all through warm-ups. I'm like, why does he do that? I think he's never going to shoot that. It you're... was weird because he was an odd man. Like, being next to him wasn't human. Seven I feet, bet. seven inches standing next to you, it's... Did you give him the whole bag of peanuts? It, the there peanut, the, 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 and his hand was the length of my forearm.
6: That's just a, a, it, a Put massive. him next to Durant, and he's got seven inches on him.
0: Kevin Durant... Is a lumbering Arnold Schwarzenegger compared to this guy <laughs> like I swear to God, it looked like a stiff breeze would just carry him right back to Kenya, Sudan wherever
4: <laughs> if you're driving sixty miles per hour and you sneeze, your eyes are closed for fifty feet,
0: okay What about when I'm texting for like ten minutes
4: closed for uh Five oh, and a half miles. You text yeah. with your eyes closed?
0: Sometimes. See if I can do it. And drive. It's a skill.
4: 7-Eleven started in Dallas in 1927 as a store that only sold ice. Huh. Eventually it expanded to sell milk, milk bread, eggs. A
0: little bit more than that, Slurpees. too. Slurpees. Right? It's expanded. A little bit yeah. more. We're familiar with 7 and what they do now. You don't get your eggs there? Eventually they expanded. Did you hear about that? 7-Eleven's big expansion to milk and bread. <laughs>
4: Here are five uh, ridiculous questions and how people answered them. It caused some debates. Can you smell air? 68% said yes.
0: I would say you can and you're used to smell
4: it. 32% air, said right? no.
1: You oh, can yeah. smell the
4: stuff in the air,
1: right.
0: but
4: not air itself. Hmm.
0: It's but, odorless. But is it because with you, we're because constantly we're surrounded today. by it? It is, a, it is the smell of air. That's how I
4: would look at it, too. It's just what it is. Merriam-Webster's definition of air, the mixture of invisible, odorless, tasteless gases that surrounds the earth.
0: But it's a constant. So how do we know if it smells or not? You don't know. Because you can change the smell of it.
4: Is tea just dirty water? Yes. 18% said, yeah, pretty much. It's just
0: dirt and leaves and water. Peter,
4: there's some dirt in my water. (laughs) (laughs) You've turned my water brown, and you're
0: calling it a flavor.
4: (laughs) Is Santa having elves ethical?
0: No, it's slave labor.
4: (laughs) That's assuming they get uh, room and board, but no actual money. We're split on that
0: one. 50% say
4: yes, 47% say no. 50, and Willie Wonka.
0: Okay. Yeah, but Willie Wonka sold the product.
5: He yeah, saved them. Yeah, the, but he saved them all the, uh, from uh getting oh, gobbled from up the, from the horn yeah. snugglers. and the yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, right.
0: the, yeah. <laughs> that's true. So he's a savior actually. He, he's a rescue. But uh, isn't that the is same as a trafficker? As, wouldn't the, Yeah, that's trafficking. He's a isn't it? I don't know if he's saving but them though.
4: He, he saved them. Mm-hmm. Brought them over to a the place. They went along willingly. They're like, "What about we we used to have jobs?" I'll give you jobs.
0: Isn't that the same as the Dutch trading company saying they saved you from the African? No, they weren't saving them. No, I see it the same. And Santa doesn't sell a product, or he'd have a boss who's paying Santa. He has no income.
6: He's got because of the elves
0: making the toys. Not an American. (laughs) Yeah. What are you talking? That's the income. What's the income? Well, he's from a socialist. He doesn't sell them.
4: He well, the parents say, "Yeah, parents you buy the toys. You, you send I money to Santa. Santa
0: never given so money wait." To so Santa. Santa is a distributor of toys to oh, be yeah. sold. Oh, I, yeah. I misunderstood the entire time. <laughs> so he just he just create. He's Sony. He, yeah, He, yeah, he <laughs> provides the toys for Best Buy to sell, and then gets a cut. Yeah, I didn't ever read about that. That is not in any of the songs. He's a middleman. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's moving product
6: he's a broker.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uncut gems with your friend Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Nope, Santa's a slave trader, uh, a trafficker and a runner of little people. Period. That's it. End of story.
4: Cuz did they uh, originally live in the North Pole?
0: Don't know Was where he got him. Them. That because, story is oh, questioned. Were they there? Did he take
4: over the land? No, yeah, Santa Claus oh, is
0: could evil. Now he might Who? be right. Santa Claus is a Norwegian version Oh, of I never said. heard that one. Well, he's not even. evil. He didn't really Black, Black, Pete, Black Pete, is, Pete is. Black Pete and yeah. Krampus are. Oh, of course. Yeah, Right, of course. <sighs> add the... I'm Brady gonna... might be right. The indigenous little people of the North Pole were then overtaken by this giant white who built a, a big house and said, now you work or for me. Or was
6: he just made into a god
0: by them? I don't think they see him as a god. Mm, maybe.
4: Maybe. When, when, uh, I mean, I do. If, uh, little people got together, hooked up, and had a normal size or a jumbo-sized baby, and that was Santa Claus. You think that's, jumbo was better than
0: normal? Yeah. So PC that's, boy? That's like <laughs> a PC Brady he's went, like,
3: oh, I just well, called he's bigger normal. Than, he's that could bigger offend the little. Size. So jumbo versions. Because he expanded.
0: Who, Santa? <laughs> yeah. Expanded he what? Expanded. For the
4: season. Was he, he franchising he out or what? Every year. Huh? You don't think he walks around,
0: you know, in June he with trims that He comes up in the offseason? <laughs> Why? And then he bulks
4: up. <laughs> I've, I've seen the
0: movies. Ricky Hatton. He gets to fight and wait in summer <laughs> See, and then piles, yeah, it piles on? Yeah, and piles on the a winter. dumb idea.
4: <laughs> Tim Allen had it right.
0: No. And what's going on with Kurt Warner? I think he's been affected by the Santa Claus. His, the, he we, is the new Santa Claus.
4: Well, if he puts no, on a bunch of weight. Weird. Yeah, because oh, yeah. it's summer. In the summer. fall.
0: He's keeping it together for his athletic needs.
4: Is a smoothie really just baby food for adults? 17% wow. said yes right. that is. I would say yeah I would say yeah with that one too It's just
6: Actually.
0: strange peas Oh my god I had never I, thought of that I can go with that one <sighs> You're throwing it in a blender You're doing the same thing Dude enough I don't listen to the Brady Report for basketball facts and stupid stuff I listen for inaccurate news facts signed Tranny Rob <laughs> Move home. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you at ten when the show is over. It's respectful <laughs> that way, unless you got a meeting or something. Could you wait till after ten thirty? I got a Zoom at ten thirty. Actually, today's no good for me, Tranny Rob. I got somewhere to go at eleven. Yeah, uh, well, let's fight again some other day.
3: <laughs> that would be, be like 10, my bodyguard. Yeah, I, can't, I can't
0: fight today. I got. A, I
3: what got does a, Chris make Chris got a ten
0: thirty. I got a ten thirty Zoom. I got an eleven o'clock, eleven thirty meeting. I can't do today. I can't Oof, fight today, Rob. This is bad. I can't I can't have you arrested. Today,
6: I'm not Ron. saying no, but let's just uh let's work around it.
0: Uh yeah, it's gonna be a tough one today.
4: Fourteen year olds in Wisconsin could serve alcohol to seated customers in bars and restaurants under a new bill that's been circulated. It's uh gonna be decided by the lawmakers here. Yeah, that's right. Which would be interesting. I didn't know this. In Wisconsin you can also uh Parents can bring their kids to a restaurant.
0: They can do that everywhere. They can drink. <laughs> That's bad. Oh.
4: If they're with their parents, they, oh, they can, can
0: drink have alcohol. A at what age? That can't just be like four. Fourteen. Okay.
6: What? No. Yeah, that makes sense. They can drink alcohol at 14 That's very if French. they're with their parents. Yeah. Look at people in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Right. Mm. Keep the curds it's coming. It, it those reads, people don't care.
4: Uh, um, under the age of 21, can legally drink alcohol. Minors of any age in Wisconsin can drink oh, in bars and restaurants yeah. if they're with their parents. Well,
0: you've seen people from Wisconsin, their body mass can handle wow. six or seven drinks at age five.
4: So to have the 14 year old serve alcohol. Big deal. Yeah. They can't they've actually. Been serve, the bill been says for they years. can't yeah. serve to patrons sitting at a bar, but at tables right. and everywhere else they're allowed to. What's the difference? Right. Load them up. Another bill that's. Uh, being proposed in Illinois would allow people to uh, legally hang fuzzy dice and other items in the rearview mirrors. That's illegal? It's
0: illegal in Illinois. Well, the big ones probably are
5: fairly distracting.
4: That's what they're saying. It can be distracted driving.
5: Illinois doesn't have any
0: other problems. But, uh, you know, the fuzzy dice. It's not like 13 people get shot every couple hours. right? The south side isn't just covered in blood and bullet shells and casings.
5: Crown air fresheners and fuzzy dice in the mirror. Right. That's F- where you got to stop that.
6: F you, Rob. I just learned this morning that Santa's an importer-exporter. Yep. He is Vandalay Industries.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, he's our Vandalay, <laughs> Exporting toys, importing chips, I believe. Yeah, what kind of crops do they grow up there in the summer? Who feeds the claws? Yeah. The whole story falls apart if you put any sort of, like, scrutiny on it. It's like religion. A lot of baked goods. They import, you know, flour and
4: sugar. Yeah.
0: Who's the delivery guy? He hasn't spilled the beans on this one yet. Amazon.
4: <laughs> the one
0: guy. <laughs> He's the one guy's like, you know, on. Martha, I signed an NDA, and uh, I'm retiring next month. You know where I go every day? I deliver to Santa's flour. That's all they need.
1: <laughs> That's it?
0: <laughs> all they do is make cookies. They live on cookies. They've got a diabetes problem in the North Pole. You can't imagine. Think the Navajos have a problem? These guys. Shimar. <laughs> By the way, tell Pop Pop, 7 Eleven now sells petroleum for his horseless carriage as well. <laughs> Along with bread and eggs? My God, what will 7 think of next?
4: With nearly 4,500 car thefts so far this year in New York City, the uh, police have stepped up and they're handing out free Apple
0: AirTag trackers. Oh. Uh-huh. Whoa. It's a great idea. That's a great idea to air tag your car. Surprisingly, no GPS chip in my car, but my dog has one floating around in his back somewhere. They've got them.
1: They can
4: kind of track the car. Sort of, but you have to be
0: hooked up to their system. Not immediately. Because mine is Uconnect through Chrysler, and I let it lapse. I didn't know that it went away. Like, I have to pay for that. So they're like OnStar and all that kind of stuff? I think you have to kind of give them a few extra bucks to have them actually care where your car is. It would make sense, though, wouldn't it, to just have a chip in it, like your dog?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: An AirTag is the same. That's I've brilliant. i
6: LoJack on mine when I bought it. They put it on there.
0: But does it still, don't you have to pay to make it operate?
6: Well, it was rolled into my loan.
0: Oh, oh. went into your loan.
6: It was, it was like 300 bucks.
0: A month? No. It's <laughs> a bad loan. <laughs> <laughs> and we're throwing some LoJack with that 21% interest rate. You are robbing us blind, kid. Ring the bell of getting robbed. Ring the bell. That's when you know you've been had at a uh, car dealership. Why don't you grab this stick here and go show everybody what a great deal you've made. That guy just robbed his blind. The guy hitting the gong over there. Not announcing it to the other salespeople that I've got a commission you can't imagine. It's the best. Hit it again. Ring that bell. Yeah, do. If they give you that stick to ring the gong, you haven't just been indoctrinated into earth, wind, and fire. You just got a 21% loan.
4: This 41-year-old man in Maine named Jeremy Mercer was just caught after he had $3 million worth of fentanyl shipped to a local restaurant. The workers there got a crate. They thought it was a bunch of mugs that they've ordered. It wasn't. So they called the police about an hour later. Um, That's when Jeremy showed up asking about the shipment. He was arrested on the spot. Jeremy didn't work there. The shipping container was made to look like it contained motorcycle parts. And oh. Jeremy runs a motorcycle shop in the area. So maybe he was trying to make it seem like it was a delivery mistake.
0: It's called a, f- a front.
4: Yep. Whatever the plans he had didn't work.
0: That's what it's called, right, Brett? A front. I don't know what but, you're talking <laughs> about. I mean, you know. Brett's unfamiliar with this I term. mean, you know. <laughs> These are things Brett did not grow up around at all. No, no, no. Business fronts and, you know. Shadow businesses legitimate running business. like, yeah,
3: a legitimate shell business.
4: corporations. You know, come on. Yeah. <laughs> what is that?
0: <laughs> Silly.
4: There's an art piece at a museum in South Korea, which is a banana duct taped to the wall. Do you remember this
0: at all? It was, I've never it was, been to South Korea.
4: Well, I remember the story because oh. uh, this Italian artist, Maurizio Catalan, is the guy who created it. Multiple versions of it. One sold for $120,000 in 2019.
0: One of the bananas taped to a wall?
4: Yeah. Last week, an art student walked up to the banana, removed it, and ate it. Then taped the peel back to the wall.
0: Now that's art. art. Yeah, Yeah, that's... The museum
4: says the student told them he ate the banana because he was hungry. The museum replaced the peel with a fresh banana. Well,
0: didn't they replace it
4: with a fresh banana every day? Yes, they have okay, to. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, in order days, for it to so be So how art, is that
0: art? Yeah, so otherwise it's just a rotten banana rotting on a wall. They're so, saying
4: it's art because someone bought that piece in 2019. Right. Well, it is for art. 120 grams. So you use the
5: same piece of duct tape to tape it back right. up, but you replace the banana every day? Part of the art is...
4: Eventually that's going to wear right. down. You have to replace the tape, too. But, it,
0: but the, part of the art is it's fluid in nature. Yes. You know, it's the same art every day right. that changes every day. got to give
5: it to Maurizio. Out. He really
0: schooled them. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
4: And it doesn't really bother him. That's a, it shouldn't That shouldn't. feel def- back. Some you
0: know, moron's going to pay that. It's the beautiful story of that piece. That's the same thing with Venus de Milo's arms. No one knows where they are, but they're not there anymore, and that's what makes it better.
5: <sighs> I guess. Jerk-offs.
0: Jerk-offs indeed. <laughs> Artists are <laughs> jerk-offs. Same thing. Because <laughs> nothing's bad. Art is in the eye of the beholder. No, it's not. Sometimes it stinks. Like all of us say so. Art, banana taped to a wall. Come on. Some of of that splatter art. Most people go to museums and go, I can do that. Yeah. But for some reason, it only works for certain people that it's art.
5: I mean, it's not like they're drawing big cranks on everybody like J. Todd Himes. (laughs) I mean, you know. that's art. (laughs) That
0: dude's got a skill.
4: The L.A. Philharmonic performed on Friday. And someone posted audio after a woman in the crowd supposedly had a sexual reaction to the show. An orgasm at the... It happened... Just as the music got soft, so everyone in the audience heard it. One person
0: was there, described it as wonderfully timed. I know what's going on. Brett was in the orchestra pit, <laughs> reaching up.
4: <laughs> oh, it's like big surf for adults. Yep, <laughs> they're performing Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony, one of the best pieces of music ever written.
0: Said Lars.
4: But is it that good? It was for that lady. Um, we've wow. got audio of it. I've heard. It's a yell. Um, the People in the theater looked up. They were in the balcony.
6: Brady, that's not a yell.
0: Hold on. This lady's gooping? He's never heard one before. <laughs> it's an orgasm. <laughs> it's a lady orgasm.
4: I didn't know they had the scream. All right, ready? <laughs> they looked at him, and the guy was smiling up in the balcony. Yeah, she's
0: and... getting her bean diddled by the dude in the tux next to her. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the music. All right, ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be dropping a deuce as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Or she's got Tourette's or something.
6: <laughs> that could be, That be. believe that more than
0: it. All right. I don't buy that.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's what I was saying. My women don't have
1: then. those.
3: That's dumb. <laughs> Lady orgasm. <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me is they've got Beautiful. opinions. <laughs> Come on.
0: <laughs> By the way, I got an email. It says, long time listener here. And this tranny rob guy, girl, they, whatever, is getting on my last nerve. What happened to the good old days, people, where you could ignore what you didn't like or just sit there and take it? Son Nathan Sutherland. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nate. You always see it so clearly when it comes to quiet time.
4: Let's get to some radio videos. This first one, a uh, couple of girls... At a coffee shop or uh, out on the patio, playing a playing a guitar, acoustically singing. You got to watch the guy that kind of
0: walks into the screen. Some sort of a. (laughs) (laughs) He walked into a glass wall. Why? That could be (laughs) torped. Why? These two little folksy Mormon girls singing a little song. Old man walks into a glass wall.
1: Oh,
2: that's a good one. Pepsi! I wanted a Pepsi, but you put up this barrier
4: of glass. Okay, prepare yourself for this one. This is the largest camel toe I've ever this seen. This is a big
0: fat oh, no. lady in a very small pair of pants.
3: What man?
0: What I call my videos disgusting. Out of that beer. is beyond her knuckle. That's, loose that's, that's not her vagina. That's just eye fat. That has curled up in front of her culottes and made us all never want to eat again. Well, for those of you, just imagine Moana ate the rock and then yeah. walked around in his Brett shorts
4: floundering
0: out over oh, her bikini. Floundering. <laughs> what does that smell like? Pineapple oh. and mahi mui, ha ha ha, the fish, <laughs> tahini, lime, and oh. salsa. Yeah, there you go. No, that sounds good. That sounds nice. With some sour milk, and oh, and, and, and her and her back <laughs> to front wiping. Curds
4: up when you put the Ugh.
0: and her uh, back to front curds.
4: Oh. There's
0: many. <laughs> There's oh. a lot in there. You need a garden hose to clean that thing out.
4: we got an MMA fight here. The guy takes his opponent against the wall and his uh, his arm gives
0: out. Okay. Watch this right in closer. the middle. Pushing it back one oh, leg and Alba he's all the, the way from the great stand. final Oh! Oh. oh, and he kicks him from behind as he walks away with his, his brand new detachable arm. Oh, that's no good anymore. Down oh, oh, goes the New Mexico <laughs> nightmare. Oh <laughs> my god. Land of enchantment, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing enchanting about that. Takes stuff at all times. You turned your oh, yeah. back on him. Well, he can't keep his hands up anymore. That one is <laughs> yeah. too affected by gravity. Got all
4: cocky with that chicken wing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you start whipping that around like a ceiling fan if you want to win this fight. Oh, that's awful. All right. Brett? All right. Uh, mild? Yeah, it is mild. Mild man. and medium. Yeah. We're at about five today.
6: You realize you've never really said, oh, no, this is... Yes, he outside. has. Yes, he, he has. Last has. week.
0: Yes, he has. Uh. That was yourselves, the one I wasn't I think going was to show, show you guys. Yeah. yeah, no, he's told us in the past it's not
1: good. <laughs>
5: I don't know if we've shown this one before, but this is a uh,
0: some idiot going to do a By dive jumping off of a, up, a oh, kids like toy this. into yeah. a pool, and that is wobbly. I have not seen this yet. That is a wobbly kids toy. He's standing on one of those castle slides that's made of plastic. He's about eight feet from the side of this pool. I'm just going to listen. And about nine feet high.
3: Oh, I know. Oh.
0: And he's that's about to wobbly. try and jump, but that thing is barely supporting him as it is. Please do something soon.
1: Up. Oh, Vasilis! No! Vasilis! no, he's oh,
0: right into the deck of the pool, and he's Face out. Oh, he's he's out. Oh. out. Keep filming by all means. Don't run towards
5: the victim. And this one is just oh. a friendly reminder to wear your seatbelt.
6: <laughs> okay.
0: This guy's gonna shoot eject? out of a car. Here we go. Oh, it's a, it's a like a ring cam on a house and a car what? goes... Do
6: we miss it? Oh, no, that, oh! The car
0: rolls <laughs> in a <laughs> so,
3: definitely my so own. So it'd be like
0: if you had a ring cam on your door facing a road, and then uh, the car accident <laughs> happens ran. outside of the shot, <laughs> but a guy comes flying out of the car towards your camera. Oh, oh man! Wow. Thousands. Went through miles the, the, the window, <laughs> through the window of that other car, yeah. oh. and into the, him out of there. What is that? A hundred feet.
4: It's rolling. Uh, Maybe. He, was, he started flying way before.
6: Oh, he was rolled. out
0: of the car right yeah. as it started to roll. Wait. Once the car comes into yeah. the shot, he's already out. He's already out.
6: out. Yeah. Right there, he's er, He's out. Right there, he's out. Because that's where he hit. Oh, like, man. Oh, oh.
0: Wear your seatbelt. Yes. man, if that's not 100%. a commercial for seatbelts, nothing will be. Woo. And that'll do it for today. Okay. Mild (laughs) indeed, Brett. Old
6: yikes. You can post
0: yours today. Yeah, those are postable. (laughs) Especially Brady's camel toe. (laughs) I'm not posting that. Brady can post that one. I'd rather eat spam. (laughs)
3: Spam's
0: (laughs) good. good. Stop it. (laughs) Big flap. That's where spam comes from. They just cut those flaps off Uh every day. And she regenerates them for another can of spam tomorrow.
3: She's a
0: chameleon. She's the spam factor. Yeah, you can, right her, <laughs> you can cut off of her launch cubes. You can cut off of her. I guess what would you call that? Her fupa. Ugh. you can cut chunks of that off. The G unit. Send them. Yeah. G unit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Samoan Volva. Thank you, Brady. We appreciate that. Great <laughs> band name. Great <laughs> band name. If you're considering Samoan Volva on a marquee, it would look amazing. Uh, there you go, everybody. That's your Brady Report. It's 98. We'll refresh. Hey, it's not weird. 98. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership. Fee. I have
2: heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself? He's evil?
3: Sitting right here. Come on. No, I mean, no, he's not, he's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98.
0: Flying through today, uh, 8.40 this morning, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm busy filling out the police reports and things like that for the guy who emailed this morning who tried to program the station. I told him to go away, and then he threatened me, uh, so now we're, we're making sure that we took care of that. Tranny Rob will forever be remembered as the guy who didn't like the topic, therefore the world needed to stop hearing it, and the topic was... Suns basketball, which I think, I've been doing this long enough to know, kind of a finger on the pulse with the city we're working in. Now, there are radio shows in this city that don't really cater to locality. <laughs> we're not one of those. We love the local. Unless it's bee stings. I'm a big believer, well, you know, that's a national story now. I'm a big believer that radio needs to remain like home. And when it starts to drift off, it becomes very toast and boring. So... The city's son's crazy. I decided to do a son's crazy segment to start the show. Rob hated it. When I told him to go away, he got very violent and angry. And so I said, you're like a tranny. If you hear something you don't like, you want the world to come to an end just for your needs. Tranny Rob. And then the listeners ran with it. And then he threatened to beat me and Trip and Larry up and then kill Brady and all that. So we filed the police report. Something blew up his skirt. Yeah, exactly. Go we'll get your balls in a bunch. Just straighten out your gown, and let's move on with our day. Uh, Shinedown just played, and uh, right here, another show's coming to town. This is a good one right here. Shinedown's fun to see live. Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater. Not the downtown arena, but where we're having U-Fest. That's yeah. where this one is. October 12th. Perfect oh, nice weather. Nice weather yeah. Perfect, perfect show. Thursday, October 12th, Shinedown. We'll be here with Papa Roach and Spirit Box. That... Whoop, sorry. That ain't so bad at all. That's a good show. That's an all-star week That's a of g- October. Papa Roach blew me away live. When, when I watched them play live, I didn't know. I was like, eh, they're good. Man, I'm like, oh my God, hit, hit, hit. And they're knocking them out of the yard. And that uh, Jacoby guy was really cool. Actually, I like him better after I've seen him live yeah, than I did Same. prior to. Yeah. I was okay with them. Yeah, no, and there was nothing wrong with it. But, right. but man, once I saw him live, I'm like, hey, they're really good. And they put on a heck of a show. That's a good show. And Spirit Box... Uh, uh, Josh Ackerman up at Rag Defense just started doing cartwheels and backflips. Spirit Box, Papa Roach, and Shinedown, October 12th. That's going to be a good show. Tickets going on sale Cinco de Mayo. That's Friday at uh, 10 o'clock. All ages. Everybody can go if they'd like to. Uh, I want to give UFest pit tickets away in a little bit, but before that, Brady, you brought up some things that create questions. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, what was one of the things that we had? Is, the Is uh, a smoothie. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Basically, adult baby food. Is a smoothie? Just, just adult baby food. It does air smell, you know. It does air smell? Kind of meta, but not so deep. Conversation starters. Here's another one uh, that a listener, Dave Agelston, fired over. Kurt Warner is the most overrated story in the history of sports, and I bring this to you because what kind of man turns to bagging groceries to support his family in his late twenties? Wow. That is a really interesting question no one asks. Why was the first option? Why was his only other job qualification in life if it wasn't pro quarterback, grocery bagger?
4: Yeah, and there's got to be something more to that. I uh, couldn't even like been... know the guy that owned the grocery store. Okay, if you know the like guy who owns he guessed, the grocery store. I mean, I got to believe that because there's something more to that. He's just bagging.
0: If you know the guy who owns the grocery store. Yeah. And his best job to give you is bagger. He doesn't even trust you with a good gig. At 75 bucks an hour. <laughs> well, unless he's fired. He's like putting you on the payroll. But what grocery store and in Iowa he, has that And was money? he
4: the guy at the end of the register?
0: Right. Well, he was the bagger and stalker. Stalker, maybe. Okay, but that's not any upgrade. You act like I just said oh, he was also CEO. Sweet. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you got to think of it from the terms of... I like, understand what he's saying. Or if I couldn't do professional sports... My next step is not well, Safeway should hire me to bag up some stuff. That's what the challenged people think.
5: At the very least you think he could have been a high school football coach or something.
4: Yeah. I
0: mean, Jesus, he was pro. It's which makes sense so. at the time. Yeah, I don't buy I've they never made an I've never really bought the Kurt Warner story but I've never thought of it I that thought he was way.
4: selling insurance too. And then wasn't Brenda making dough then too?
0: Probably, but yeah. bottom line... He was
4: just doing get out of the house.
0: I've always thought that story was garbage, but I never, per- I never really thought of it from that perspective. The other biggest lie in sports is Kurt Schilling's Achilles that fell off. The bloody sock. Not a real thing. Still to this day, not a real thing. And I forget who the player was that said he used the spray paint to make <laughs> the sock, and then they immediately shut him down. Like there was, uh, he was telling uh, Buster Olney on ESPN. It's like, yeah, that was fake. I used, I was the one who spray painted the sock. And then later he's like, oh, just kidding around, I was just joking. That was real. His, uh, to, and I remember saying it the day after. I'm like, all right, Kurt Schilling's a great pitcher. He doesn't need this nonsense that they haphazardly sewed his Achilles back to his foot and then sent him out on the mound to risk the rest of his career because his Achilles had fallen off and there was a hole in him that was gushing blood. No. That's, that's, the, that's a huge that's fake That's courage. Play. Massive fake lie. The ones that are real are like Willis Reed coming out in the fourth quarter with a broken leg and playing because he didn't score any points and he could barely move. Like, it was pointless to have him out there. He was an inspiration that he didn't want to go home. Ronnie Locke cutting his finger off. Johnny Unitas. That's a real one. Like, Ronnie Locks is the one. Kurt Warner bagging groceries in his late 20s because he couldn't be a pro quarterback? That sounds like a baby fit. Yeah, I don't buy that story. Did you guys did anyone see the story of Kurt Warner with, no. with Shazam as Kurt Warner? Me neither. Yeah, it is kind of a garbage. So thank you, Dave. That's you know when it's time we put that out there. Kurt's a great quarterback. And how come after his football career ended and he said, Well, I got nowhere to go now, is he suddenly an analyst and a really good one for the NFL network? Couldn't have done that. Couldn't like Brett says, couldn't have called some high school games out there in Iowa? Yeah. But right to sacking up at the high V, I don't get it. Sports is filled with lies.
5: Well, they DZ ever went to grocery bag, and he went right back <laughs> yeah. to football.
0: Derek Zellner never even
5: sniffed the pros. He came back and coached Gilbert. It's because he was too good for the pros. I mean, you know,
0: wouldn't have been fair. You make it that's strong. Coach, Coach, Clark. Coach Clark. would yeah. You're probably right. Everybody listen to Brett Bestley right now, because that's the most logical you'll ever hear on this pitiful shite show. Come on now. <laughs> Shoot. DZ and the pros? Pfft. <laughs> Make Tom Brady look like he was thrown with his feet. (laughs) We'd still be in game one. Still be in game one. Pros weren't good enough. I'm trying to find the football because DZ threw his first pass and it ain't landed yet. So they had to stop (laughs) the clock and wait. Shoot. Derek Zellner in the NFL. Good luck. (laughs) Derek Zellner started his own league called the DZL. Derek Zellner League of Football. And they just kept waiting for people to come up and play with him. Nobody qualified. So he's a 45-time 45 champ, 45 champ in the DZL. DZL. You see that? You guys don't even know this, but only thing Derek Zellner recruits at Gilbert High School for his team are blinds and crippled. Because <laughs> he'll coach them up so good it wouldn't be fair to the other 5A teams. Good luck, Chaparral, if he had full-bodied, healthy, sighted players. He don't. Give me your blind. He's like the Statue of Liberty, only better. Blind, tired, huddled masses. He'll make them a football squad, and that's for for shoot's sake right there. <laughs> Give him Caleb and Alec. Yeah, you know, he'd take that Shriners commercial and make them world champs. He'd be a fullback. Only Caleb. reason why is because Caleb's got eyeballs. He can see Derek Zellner will put him in the slot. Look out now. Shoot. That suck's going to go off for 400 yards a game. Don't even get me started on Alec, the quarterback. Chucking those comfortable, adorable blankets on the defense. That's right. <laughs> Call it blanket coverage. Why'd you bring up DZ? It's just it's just poking at the bear making the monkey dance. Shoot, Brett, you suck. It's a good point. But Derek Zellner didn't even go to bagging groceries. So you heard it here first. We have dispelled the beauty and majesty of Kurt Warner's absolute f- lie of a story. Grocery bagger. Then Arena Ball. Iowa Barnstormer. Grocery bagger. Packer. Grocery bagger. Super Bowl MVP. Liar. But it's a good story. It's a good fake story. That, and my guess, is Gail Sayers maybe visited Brian Piccolo once in the hospital. Maybe. He wasn't allowed in the That's hospital. what I'm saying. That was my next <laughs> line. They wouldn't have allowed him to visit Brian Piccolo that often back in the 60s. No way. <laughs> Unless they had to wheel Piccolo over to that special section Gale was allowed in. I don't buy that story either. Lots of sports lure that it's just all fake. All right back to Babe Ruth pointing for the home. That never happened. And the rumor is from somebody who was actually at the game when Babe Ruth called his shot. Is that somebody had some sort of mirror on one of the buildings out there? Because it was, I think it was at Wrigley Field, and the building was there. And Babe stopped and goes, "Get that jackass, knock that off!" <laughs> and he pointed, and then he put one out there, and everybody's like, "Oh, he called a shot." But really, what he was doing was like pointing at a, or and then the other rumor was he was pointing at the pitcher saying, "I'm going to put this one right on your throat, shut your mouth," because they used to talk a lot. And, and the
4: the modern story, or more recent, is that Cal Ripken story.
0: Oh yeah, when the his Kevin, wife was banging I, you know, Kevin uh, Costner, yeah. or vice versa, that he and Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner got into left a fist his house. fight. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> one was is at the so house, real. Cal
4: left for the game.
0: That's a real story. That one makes the most sense, though. Cal Ripken's streak of consecutive games played was in jeopardy because he fist-fought with Kevin Costner.
4: Well, right? it wasn't. In, I heard it fought. He he left for the park for the game. Forgot his shoes, which, you know, or something he had to go back to the house.
0: Right. I thought it was in a hotel room. And
4: he was at back at the house, as I heard it. Maybe. And that's where he, like, saw things were going on.
0: Either way, on. Costner and his wife were having a thing. Yeah. Ripkin caught him. Yep. Fisty cuffs. Calls up the manager at the time. I'm not going to be able to make it. I can't. I just got into a fist fight with uh, Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, with what? Robin Hood. And magically, in a major league ballpark that was maybe a year old. The sprinklers couldn't get turned off, and they flooded the field. He said, I'll
4: take care of it.
0: Yeah. Didn't we see that in Bull Durham? Bull Durham showed us how to do it. You want to cancel a game? matter of fact, it was Costner. (laughs) Costner! The irony.
4: And then it was uh, in HBO's, was it Arliss? Yep. They kind of...
0: They touched it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Anyway. What are you going to do? So, yeah, interesting point, but it brings up good uh, discussions. I like that. But yeah, I think we can all agree that the Kurt Warner bag and grocery story is a little bit inflated for dramatic effect. Well,
4: you know, even if Brando had a good job, I mean what they probably had seven or eight
0: kids at the time. Well special needs at the time. So like yeah. he needed a better so job than grocery maybe, bagger. Although Well, they had to get something right away. <laughs> He's not, qual- that's the question. He's not qualified for anything else. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even apply for Just it. take it. Yeah, I, I mean, what what was he turned down for before he's like, I'm a grocery bagger at heart? American Valet. What else? Yeah, you can't park cars. or. Like, why grocery bagger? It's good work out there, that. I'd like to talk to Kurt, because I guarantee, you, even though he's sold that story now to movies and everything else, deep down he wants to tell the real story of like, no, that didn't happen that way. Yes, I bagged groceries at the Hy-Vee one day, like some sort of volunteer work thing. And then the next next day, I was a, you know, the Packers called.
4: Made it sound like he was there for three years. Right.
0: Hilarious. All right, Dave, you're right. Between Kurt Schilling and and, uh, Kurt Warner, we got some whoppers in this town. There's some good ones. But uh, the Suns need one of those this year. They need. Chris Paul's groin to pop out of its shorts and still score thirty. That might would be, happen. It could happen, and I think it might have last night. Uh, we're gonna give you a chance at some Ufest pit tickets before this day is out. Uh, it's happening on Saturday. And Larry told me how many tickets are sold. This is a party. This is a monster. I didn't realize how be a good one. It's, didn't it's huge. Either. I didn't realize how many tickets are sold. That's big. It's a big number. And so tickets still available, but they're we're closing in on that not being the case. And normally these Ufests uh, you know, we have uh, good bands. I think this is a big one, and people are, are flocking to God. I mean, we've got some good Godsmack, I prevail, nothing more fozzy. The Warning, which uh, the guy next door here at Video West that, that talks to me all the time, uh, he loses his mind over this band. When you interview The Warning, you got to mm-hmm. save it and give it to him because okay. he is bananas. His name's Rochester. He is right next door. He should have been a butler. And he... uh He's nuts about this. And it's the all-girl band, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, They're good. And they're going on tour with that band Plush that we had last year, too. And they were were really good, too, yeah. yeah. So, Grey Days, the Black Moods. It's going to be a great show. We'll give you pit tickets to that thing coming up in just a little bit. We'll tell you how we do that quickly, too, because I'm going to make it fast for you since the day's flying by. It's 98 KUPD.
3: Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership
2: fee. I have heard enough of this. sickness you've been deceived by an agent of satan himself
1: he's evil
3: sitting right here come on no I mean, no he's not he's not evil he's just a bit rude
0: wielding power oh sorry i was uh, feeling myself there uh it is uh wow when did that happen uh it's time for the hot releases they are out right now. all the releases are warm today and they're uh everywhere uh they're musical they're uh entertaining in nature you movies you have tv shows video games all sorts of stuff and music uh including the great game mixed in right in between this marvelous segment called hot releases which is the great game of n-word or <laughs> f-word level second i'm still looking for one so again, oh really all right, right we'll go with toledo yeah. first as <laughs> <laughs> that scours the internet for dirty words <laughs> good luck great part of my job
6: can't find it well that's going to be a
0: search will never end uh, good luck to you. Uh, it's time for Toledo, then. The hot releases are brought to you by our friends at uh, Eric's Family Barbecue out there in Avondale. Eric's Family BBQ. Uh, br- hey, look at Brady's, uh, repping the gear. Avondale, Arizona, right there. Eric's Family Barbecue. Looks good on you, Brady. Yeah. Feel good. You should. Ready <laughs> for <laughs> a br-
4: brisket burger.
0: and <laughs> adorned in barbecue wear. Ooh, brisket burger. Sounds pretty good. Uh, it's the best barbecue at all. Come on, all Anthony. Look, how many times we got to tell you? It's the best barbecue in all the land out there in Avondale. If you want it, to, uh, they do catering. They do whole hog roasting, which, again, disturbs me visually, but the taste is uh, out of this world. Don't show me how you make the sausage. Just hand me the sausage. Put it in front of me. I like it. I know it's dirty. I know it's gross, and some people can take it. I'm not one of them who can, but if you're one of them, you get on there and see the process. It's right in front of you, and uh, it's outstanding. It's the best in the I, I would, I, I'm not, not No hyperbole. It's the best in the city. Put it up against anybody. Anybody. That burger, forget about it. Uh, Eric's Family BBQ, they'll cater for you, too, if you head on over to barbecue.com Eat, mesquite, repeat. The sponsor of your hot releases. Toledo, take it away.
6: All right. Apparently, this is a big one out today. Age of Wonders 4 is out today for a PC, uh, PS5, Xbox, Series X. Watch the thrilling me? trailer for another look at the upcoming okay, fantasy strategy okay. game, Age of Wonders 4. Out today, to so it's one of those movies. Mark Randall type games. I Super wonder, fantasy game. Role playing.
1: That it is Versatility.
3: You can tell it's important by the, by the terrible to be English accent. Right she
2: advantage.
0: Advantage. She's not British for real seas. She's just playing one on the video game. And harness
1: the very terrain
0: of your dominion. Yeah. She's, yeah, they paid her less right.
6: than. So if you're a fantasy nerd, you know all about that one. Uh, Age of Wonders 4 out today. Redfall is another big one that's out today. Uh, it's an open world co op first person shooter. From Arcane Austin, the award-winning oh. team behind Prey and Dishonored. Dishonored is a
0: fun game. We're in a convenience store.
6: Stay alone or squad up with a four-player co-op that face off against vampires holding an island hostage. Oh. Redfall brings the studio's signature gameplay to this story-driven action shooter. And this one is uh, available on Xbox Series X and on PC today. Okay. Vampires. From Bethesda is also cultists. Weird. Psychic phenomena.
3: Never seen anything like it. Everything
0: sounds like a bad show on sci-fi with it's these fake fire. British accents. Nice. Looks
6: a lot like uh, uh Bioshock as yeah. well. coming to help
0: you that's right Uh,
1: later on kitchen nightmares
0: (laughs) no one comes to help gordon let's watch all right how about will uh, the punters continue to come to the restaurant how about one that's kind
6: of from our era uh space gladiators a 2d hand-drawn roguelet platformer following a bunch of captives fighting their way out of a dungeon it's a little
0: sperm that fights rock people
6: Sorry, out of a planet prison, not a dungeon.
0: Just looks like one. You know, there's a fun video game. What's that? And it would be good for multiplayer, too. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> find your way to the you gotta egg. you got to find your way to the egg. You're to battle all the other sperms? Ba- dodge all the bumps it'll and like It would be like a racing, oh, what? God. It's, it's like bumps and and hurts. Yeah. A
4: marathon at yeah. the beginning of it.
0: <laughs> you're just, you're, your positioning is key, and then to fight through is great. Oh, this is awesome. I can't look down. Oh,
6: we've got patrol.
0: Yep. Shh. Not supposed to mention, <laughs> oh idiot, Supposed to get escorted home. But yeah, I, didn't I didn't say anything. I know any. he did. Come on. I know better.
6: Damn. All right, I'm out on streaming go, platforms out today. Out <laughs> on streaming platforms today. White House Plumbers is on HBO. White House Plumbers. <laughs> <laughs> White House
0: Plumbers. Yeah, this looks good. This is oh, about,
6: about the uh, Watergate.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh. G. Gordon Liddy and uh, and John What's Is that Woody Woody Harrelson? Yeah, I
6: want you to meet Gordon Liddy, toughest guy.
0: His jaw juts out more than it used 20 20 to. Of the candle. But back when I'm watching Cheers, he didn't do that. What's the trick? There's a one gets third degree burns every time. Please stop. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Woody Harrelson's lower jaw. All that weed made it grow. <laughs> he looks like Iron Giant now. We'll
6: intercept confidential
4: information of the left put a left. couple of rivets
6: oh, on the
0: cheek. I'm going to have to look at Mo's chin next time she comes TV in. Well. <laughs> See if her jaw's growing. Yeah, if growing. it's growing it's jaw.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to talk different when I
0: was on Cheers, but now...
1: These
0: are the wrong tools. What? He has the wrong tools. It's just Keystone Cops yeah, breaking into the Watergate Hotel. And it's got a great cast. This looks good. Yeah. When's it it's on? It's a series.
6: It started it's last night. Okay. Oh, it is a series? I'm in. Yeah, it's yeah. a series. I'm in.
0: I'm going to check this out.
5: Somebody needs to clean this mess up. You want us to break in a fourth time? Wait, what do you mean a fourth time?
2: Nothing. Spy talk. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, it doesn't work. There's a chance I'll be going to prison. Wait, what?
0: I really hope you understand the scope and scale of this thing. This looks pretty good. All right, I'm in this pretty looks good. kind of... Is this an Adam McKay thing? Because so, it looks very uh, Adam. The McKay-er. guys from Succession are behind it. That's as well, Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. Okay, yeah, they sure. hate each other now, so I don't think Will Ferrell's involved
6: anymore. Oh, uh, Queen Charlotte, for you Bridgerton lovers, this is the uh, offshoot of Bridgerton. Oh, there are worse fates than marrying
0: the King of England. Thursday. This Fake. is I'm telling the ladies you. <laughs> to <get wet> over. <laughs> oh my God, women love the idea.
2: You will make lots of babies. <laughs> of... as many babies as possible for my son.
0: I have Some sort of English black royalty of the 1800s. I think it's some sort of guilt complex that it white is. women have. That this
1: queen was difficult.
0: I've never walked into a more humid room mm-hmm. than Megan watching Bridgerton. That thing was on when full gush. And it's you know.
6: I was just like, alright, well, I guess yeah. I'm in the game room playing games for a little while while you gush on the couch. Yeah. I
0: was I remember asking, like, what are you watching? Bridgerton. And then she get up like, You want a drink? I'm like, sure. And then are just here. <laughs> she walked to the fridge, I'm like, hey, 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 I'll get my own. What is that? You sitting on a sponge?
1: Christ's sake,
3: clean yourself. I'm watching Bridgerton. Walking's really weird now.
2: I'm George. <laughs>
4: Hello, George. It's like that lady from the radio video. I realize you have no reason.
2: Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> how <Wow>. dare <laughs> how you?
4: How dare what
0: an you, insult sir? insult
6: of Megan. Why? Please, please.
0: Command an escort out of the building for this man.
3: Wow. Do you want something to eat?
0: Uh, I suppose some Robin. Yeah, I'll take some Robin. <laughs> <laughs> You just brought me a bowl of dry ramen.
3: Just wait. There you go. Oh, Bridgerton ramen. No. I can smell the shrimp. <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right. Out Friday is Silo on Apple TV+. That's
0: maybe the worst noise I've made in 25 years on the radio.
6: Based on a best-selling novel, <laughs> uh, in a ruined and toxic future, thousands live in a giant silo deep underground. After its sheriffs breaks a cardinal rule, the residents die mysteriously. Engineer Juliet starts to uncover shocking secrets and the truth about the silo. why we are
3: underground. We only really know uh, the world outside our sanctuary.
0: Hello, Jim, Jim Jones. Tim <laughs> Robbins. Robbins, Jim Jones. If you boil the pact down to one rule...
4: Do
2: not say you want to go outside.
0: Oh, well, so there is stuff outside. Bro? Go outside. They're hiding. This is sort of like, um, what was that, that movie with John Goodman wrong. where they lived underground because they. they it was the see? aliens had attacked. Oh, and, uh, uh, that was great. That
1: yeah. But he
0: didn't let them out even though he right. could have. He kept There's telling them it was bad.
1: About it turns out it
6: was okay. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, Silo on Apple TV Plus starting Friday. Uh, Small Light from National Geographic. Uh, this is the upcoming limited series based on the inspiring true story of Meep Geis, premiering Monday, which was last night, and will stream on TV. DV- this is, I think, the Anne Frank story. Maybe not with the exact names, but it's basically down on
0: Nazi Jews. Germany scary. hiding out. So you stuff a girl in the attic and you call it something else? I'm gonna I don't know see through if she's that. in
6: the attic, but it looks... It looks very similar
2: but i'm
0: asking you to make
2: it's, it's dangerous well there's the ifs right if you get caught you could get arrested or even worse i need your help hiding my family you need to
5: take your time to think it through no i don't
2: get out I of my leave. house <laughs> <laughs> leave
3: jews <Can> I <laughs> you tell me where i can find otto frank
0: it is oh it is the franks so to tell and them. again, if it wasn't for me having that conversation with Anne Frank on ChatGPT, I wouldn't have known there were eight people in the attic with her. You
6: didn't know that? I had no idea. That it was just her. So It was her whole family.
0: I thought it was her, all by herself. She's just the one that wrote everything down. Yeah, that's what she said on ChatGPT. Yeah. I'm like, how come I only know about you? And she goes, the diaries. And I'm like, well, shouldn't have been by the Franks instead right. of just, you kind right. of are a glory hound. Right.
6: They Rain get residuals. Oh, yeah. I don't think she
0: mm, got, got a production like, no, I don't think she got a distribution deal. Sorry.
6: <laughs> I guess it wasn't a happy ending. It was a
0: posthumous deal with the uh, publisher's house.
6: Padma Lakshmi, fresh yeah. off her SIA swimsuit issue shoot, has a new series, uh, "Taste the Nation."
0: Is't she Is she the Jonas brother wife? Or she's just some no, older lady, no, and it's no. kind of hot from a cooking show. Yes, that.
2: Everything
3: she was a model on today
2: is because all these different people and different cultures contributed to it. Mm,
0: mm. Mm. Oh, good! I get to watch someone eat food. <laughs> wow, what a rarity! Can't go to McDonald's and see that. <laughs> oh, peppers! I've, I've, where come? But Chipotle doesn't have those. God, I hate eating shows. <laughs> I'm hungry now. I know you love them. It's why you love them. They're
3: eating, and I'm not. This is garbage. All
0: right, Uh, Bubkiss is a
6: movie on Peacock that uh, is a half-hour live-action comedy, heightened fictionalized fictionalized version of Pete Davidson's real life. So he gets his own show. We're about done with him, aren't we?
2: How long will you be staying? I don't know. Where Um, are you staying? No idea. Any drugs or alcohol? No. No is that pete davidson so it's pete davidson
0: entourage i can't i can't watch like i, I admire pete davidson for being for swinging that D the way he does and
5: just kind of staying, that, was that pesci it was, it said was it.
3: all right i'm in again <laughs> <laughs> i was out now i'm back in they, just they wait me for me it brett we'll get you back in this game yeah. you run around like a kid and you're not a kid anymore you're a man ow you know i think i turned out
0: okay right
2: oh you live with your mom Actually,
3: hey, you live with me
0: okay yeah, see, I'm just, the Pete Davidson story is just the story of a man who's put in minimum effort.
5: Luckily, it's not live TV. I can fast forward to get to the Pesci yeah. parts. Great so success. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's great success through minimum effort. And I, I get it. But I don't know where you can go with this. There's like not a whole lot of, hit. he's not that exciting outside of like, all right, who he slayed. You've donned some good stuff. Butthole eyes is funny,
3: though. <laughs> that's funny.
6: All
0: right, that's all I got. All right. All right, Brett, you're up. All right. <laughs>
6: Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy is out on oh, Friday. Yeah. Everybody's is seen it, it streaming? No, no, no. no Just no, it's in it's theater. theaters. Theaters yeah. only. And I think in a couple of weeks it'll come to Disney. Okay.
5: All right. This is uh, Burning Witches, and uh, the name of the tune is
0: The Dark Tower. Okay. Burning Witches, all girls? Oop, yeah. I got the wrong thing. They're all kind of pretty so yeah, bad.
6: I like to I
0: It's good.
3: I love you and you love me
1: and me.
0: Nope, I'm band.
1: Major Tim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're killing it right now. You pull the devil card. Uh, yeah. Your thoughts will fall
3: apart. The devil yes, has a card? Guy. Yeah. Man, Lady Romstein
0: oh, very, yes, ladies, 80s Romstein Man
6: card, race card,
1: We're devil out.
0: card I like the riff on this, it's better than what Metallica's done yeah. Why don't they sell an instrumental of this song? Yeah, I could do without her yeah. chattering <laughs> Like most females talking, yeah, I could do without it uh,
5: Dave Lombardo, <laughs> former drummer of uh, <laughs> Former drummer of Slayer, he was in Suicidal. He was at the Misfits. He's been everywhere. He's uh, got his drum album out. Uh, just drumming, yeah. Ooh. The rights of percussion. It's basically just drums. I mean, it's-
0: well, you'd want to listen to an album of this, unless you're a drummer. Yeah, but I, I, seeing it live has to be in. I will that. Yeah, yeah. This dude's got and a, he's an amazing drummer. He's got a thirty-piece like Neil Peart too. He can. He's incredible. And somewhat unsung for being so well-known. Yeah. Like, he's never mentioned in that world of... Unless you're a drummer. Dave Lombardo. Yeah, drummers are going to go... That'll be a a mainstay in the house of every percussionist ever.
5: Uh, Tigers of Pang Tang. Tang high on the plaques. By the right. way, I just, just got an around. email
0: that said, John, you were wrong. That is not the worst noise you've made in 25 years. Have Toledo pull up the sound of gay guys cleaning cobwebs out of each other's bee holes. You did that one a while ago. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. I don't and remember I don't even know what one, noise yeah. I would use for that.
6: Yeah. <laughs> it was similar. It was, similar. It was, it was more uh, like a dog licking. Oh, all right.
0: <laughs> he may be right. That's
1: it. Well, that's, that's my impression of my
0: inner throwing up which was always the best thing I ever did in school. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm a professional. I'm in the same business as Al McCoy and Tom Brokaw.
1: I could could
0: win the same award they've got.
5: All right, uh, going back for uh, the 80s. Your burnouts will be happy. Tigers of pain, Tang are back. This is good, back for <laughs> that good. Pantang. I didn't know, know, they, know they were here. It's to Tigers be of Pantang. Yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares tang. except them.
4: <laughs> wow.
5: Tigers of Pantang.
4: Was that, that was that a, Brady on base. I was, say, was that a
0: cone head or Brady? With hair. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Oh. That is Bogan with... Brady with the frosted tips. But it's sort of with Beaker's head. Brady Beaker Bogan.
3: Alright. That's the fourth
6: time we've
0: done that. Yeah, I like it. Let's go! Yeah!
5: That's mm, yeah! no, not D.O. That's a plus. That's John Gordon head-banging in the way
6: oh, yeah. out. He's saying yeah, it, but I don't the music.
2: Yeah, D.O.
3: What be? That
0: dude's head is a perfect circle. He's like out of South Park.
4: Oh, Brady. I like,
5: I like
0: manicured get Gray Brady a lot. I like He's got him. Nice
4: a rosy lot. cheeks.
0: lot. And here we go, winger.
6: Oh. What?
5: Yeah, Winger is back. Reb Beach, Kip, the whole group. There we go. All this three cloud of them. Just desperado. Now, let
0: me just put it out there before. You've said this before. This is a group of insanely talented musicians that got wrapped up in the pop rock world of the 80s. They, like this, Reb Beach is incredible on guitar. Kip Winger is one of the best bass players that's ever walked the earth.
6: Their album, Prey, is one of the heavier no, albums. No, stop really.
0: that. No, we're not talking about their music. Good one. Come on now. Together, somehow or another, they're a complete mess. <laughs> a part, you, you've, you've never heard anything about so Let's see what they do together. And Kip still looks the part.
1: The
3: City Birds!
0: Flinger has never handled a gun in his life. Damn. Maybe Fire. call Alec Baldwin for a cameo on this one. <laughs> I'll Is show you this that. in the Rust movie? <laughs> Get to the
1: Where are heroes?
0: Come on, Kip, give me a give me a chorus. Get out of this. <laughs> That's the chorus? That's not the bridge? Here we go. Oh, they are pissed. <laughs> well, you would be too. You're in winger. <laughs> <laughs> you were the joke on Beavis and Butthead that, that wouldn't bad? die.
6: Sold a lot of merch.
0: Alright. Damn it. Alright, uh,
5: how about the Jonas brothers? Yes. This is wings.
4: <laughs> Baby!
0: Here it comes. Oh, I got the wrong thing. De- is that one of them? They're pretty. Yeah, pretty, they look
1: gorgeous. The wings I, need to
0: fly. I still think Frank Calliendo's idea for my Tommy Lee Jones impression being the Tommy Lee Jones brothers is. I wish I could apply it to something. The
1: ceiling, the ceiling, the ceiling. Number <laughs> <laughs> no, never had a meaning. A meaning, a meaning. You gave me your reason. You gave me me you're breathing, you're breathing. You're me so-
3: There's the bunch of, yes! There's
0: a bunch of 15-year-old girls walking around.
3: Jonas, <laughs> brother.
0: All right, fine. Then we'll just get right to it. All right.
3: Uh, this is the Dog
5: Pound with Snoop Dogg. Name of the tune is What Would You Do? He's
0: a god, you know, and people dream about him when they have near-death experiences. I'll say, that's kind of where I went with him, friendly N-word in this one. <sighs> oh,
6: man. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: He's Duke friendly, I'll we'll go
6: angry inward.
0: He's going angry inward.
6: I gotta go with the F-bomb, then.
0: All right, here we go. All right, it what comes up kind of quick. Okay, cool. but,
3: good. Good.
0: Well, there's a lot of talking. Well, yeah, right? but that's all right. That's it. Nothing in that?
3: No. Uh, no. what's up, man? When you gonna
1: put me up on one of your videos or something? You know I can still get out. Check this out. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. In your ass with 20
2: seconds. Don't wanna fuck with me.
0: Toledo's Toledo, Toledo, today's big winner. In. You Ruff, threw the curveball. <laughs> 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 don't want to F with me, says the Snoop DO double G.
3: Shizzle, Dizzle, Toledo's today's big winner. Congratulations, you got yourself a cornucopia of good smelling potpourri. Thanks. From me and my friend Martha.
6: Am I dying? Because I see you.
3: That's right, no more chase you around a purgatory.
5: That's actually your song you want to listen to in the Jeep.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's yeah. got the bass. Oh, it's no, no, got yeah. Is that yeah. new?
0: No, no, it's old. I don't know any it's new to old, old, yeah. old on that said the whitest guy in the world. I don't know any new to old with that urban stuff. 94.
1: Time. All right, oh, we got go. I'm right, digging that go.
0: number. I like that number as well. We'll listen in the car <laughs> as we safely get escorted home by the local police
1: department.
0: <laughs> there you go. Those are your hot releases. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I've heard enough of this.